Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. There's a beaver shot? What? There's, there's, oh, have you ever seen that groundhog that eats food in front of the camera? Yes. Yeah, yeah. How come yes. that's on there? It is kind of funny. <laughs> We're alive? Are we live with a cute... Is there a thing? With there's the, something playing. It's, it's kind of funny. Groundhogs. Yeah, it's two groundhogs. Two groundhogs. Mm. I don't see us live. Are we that live on the like internet? That sounds like a joke. There's two groundhogs. There's two, these two groundhogs, and they're eating food in front of a camera. That's right. I like the. I did. I did a TikTok a couple weeks ago with, with me competing with a panda bear with a carrot. Oh, so that'll work. Did you win? Um, he won. Oh, it was a panda bear. <laughs> panda bears always win. Panda bears win they get all the, the time. Every time. Uh, I'm just uh, standing by to see uh, if we're live, line. If we are uh, on the internet, because um, I'm just. Yep, there we are. Start just a few all the seconds words. behind. On Isn't it always the way it goes? Every single time. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. What's happening? The Kids on the Escalator podcast. It's another Tuesday evening. How's everybody doing out there, Michael? Tuesday. Well, thank you. Thank you. Nice to be back. Uh, Big week. Busy week. How are things out west, man? I've I've been following the Vancouver Canucks uh, COVID Mm -hmm. uh, catastrophe. It is uh, frightening. I actually, uh, a friend of mine... um, is uh, friends with uh, a member of the team's wife and is sort of in the thick of of that right now and, and is uh, telling me that it's uh, it's not fun. Well, fun listen, stuff. they've got to go to patient zero somehow and find out, who, like, how did that happen? Because how did it, yeah. you know, listen, you know what I mean? Like, they were in a bubble. There wasn't, I think, anything happening last year. So yeah. somebody somebody broke out of the bubble. They're somebody talking about like literally the Canucks season being done. Yeah, so well, that's a whole thing. Another another player was added to the list today, so it's like, and and it's unfortunate too because I mean I think they were starting to to turn a bit of a corner. I mean 
Demko's been solid. Oh, he's and, great. I was super stoked about him. Of course, I took Holtby. Yeah. In my pool, I like, so. Hey, I like Braden Holtby. I, I think he's a good dude. And, and you know, they overpaid for him, but I see yeah. why. Uh, yeah, I was, was a little, good. I was thinking maybe, maybe the Leafs were going to make a deal for Holtby, but. Well, he hasn't been so hot. And uh, Demko. Yeah, but the then game. again, look at, look at what we've got. We've got, aside from Soupy Campbell, we've got. Freddie No Show and Michael Hutchinson. Son, son, son. Campbell's doing good, though, to get, Campbell's doing were, good. I heard you guys were going to try to get Reimer back. I've heard so many rumors, and it's funny because our mutual friend, Adam, we we are constantly texting during Leaf games and going back and forth over, okay, so what what are the things that you know Dubas is going to do? <laughs> and it's funny because I, I joke because he's got a direct line to Dubas. Because they're they've got this weird sort of, <coughs> excuse me. Um, they've he's got, got a this, direct line to do this. He's yeah, got a direct line to do this. He can text. Phone. He can text the Dubmeister, and uh, you know, one talks hockey, one talks wrestling. So nice, uh, nice. Well, I think uh, he should be starting to make some. Uh, Dubniak's rain. available, isn't he? Can they get Dubniak possibly from uh, the Wild for a song I, like? For fairly cheap. They were looking at they were looking at Allmark, but I don't think Buffalo wants to get rid of him. No, I, I think Taylor they should Hall. trade uh, Nylander for. Uh, no um, man, yeah, for Taylor Hall. Listen, <laughs> no way, man. Get rid of the whole thing and let's bring back Grant Fear. I'm in. Grant Fear. <laughs> hey, I I will say though, Soupy Campbell there, he has tied Felix Potvin. Yeah, for the wins in a row, right? For the wins yeah. in a row to start. That's amazing. So yeah. Yeah, that's a great story. I. You know what? I'm I'm loving the team. I know there's a lot of Leaf haters, oh, and I, I know Leafs, Brett. Man. You know, Always and it's funny because um, speaking of Vancouver, our uh, another mutual friend of of Adam and mine, uh, Gerv, uh, Gerv Serha, who uh, AKA uh, uh, yeah, the voice. I think it's Sunil or Samir. Can't remember which sing. Um, he's he's the Vancouver diehard. So we we have the three way texts going. And yeah, he's he's pretty devastated about the the Canucks situation right now. But yeah, it's fine, man. No, I, I think need, they're talking I need about Calgary, adding a week. I think, too, I think right? they're 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 talking about adding a week to the season. So maybe yeah. that'll be a thing. Yeah, How about well. the forty five thousand people in the Texas for baseball yesterday? Oh, right. I saw that. Taylor showed that to me. It's like <sighs> wow. It's and baseball. there's going to be twenty five thousand twenty five thousand this weekend for WrestleMania, which. We'll get to later with our yeah. friend Karima. But baseball Karima. is not that fun to watch. It's to, to me, it, like because I'm a hockey guy, and I like yeah. things to be moving around. So to me, baseball is just like it's a it's Texas get drunk, man. right? Well, it's well Texas. Man, I should say around. no more. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens in a couple of weeks if uh, if there's a spike down there. But yeah. you know, I, I've, I've been talking with you know some of my close buddies here, and it's it's frustrating to see how you know after all the garbage that was coming out of the U S and, and just the way that they were treating the whole COVID stuff. And, and now, you know, they're getting shots left, right and center, you know, they're getting like four or five shots just cause they can, you know, and meanwhile we're, you know, but anyway, that's, that's a political discussion that I have no time nor no mm-hmm. patience or effort or reason to want to get into. Interesting fact of the week. Mm. Fitting that you're here. Mike. Tell. One, one year ago, you and yes. I, I was on a deck. You were there. That's we were talking right. WrestleMania 36. That's right. I was recently out of the thing and I, you know, and I was whatever. Now the tiger blood flows, you know, through me. And yeah. we were talking WrestleMania. And here we are one year later, basically awesome. almost to the day, talking some more WrestleMania eventually. Just don't show gonna, any of it. Just don't. We just show can't anything. show any of it because Vinny, 
Vinnie Mac is going to shut us down. Yes. But that was on the Brenton on Tour podcast. This is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Michael, it is episode 25. Holy Woo! cow. Look at us go. Woo! Chris, 25. That's been 25 weeks of us yattering on and changing lives. Yes. That's what's been going on here. And Michael, you've been along for a long, a good time. Making a difference. That's what it is. Making a difference. And on that note, we're yep. done. That's it. That's it. Man, I got to say, though, um, I, I, are we going to talk about some of the MCU stuff? Because oh, yeah. this yep. week is... We're going holy, right in, so go holy, for it. Holy balls, yep. man. What do you got, Mike? Um, what do you open in okay, with? So, Loki trailer so or Winter Soldier Falcon dealer? Uh, let's, let's, start with, let's start with Falcon cool. because I'm, I'm really like, wow. Like, episode three was kick-ass mm-hmm. um, from start to finish. But I have questions. And as I'm watching the show, I'm like, I can't wait to get on on the podcast <laughs> to talk to you because you are my my guru in, in explaining some of this stuff. Nice. Because there were things that happened and there are names that came up mm-hmm. and moments that happened during the show that I, I kind of am aware of, but I'm sure you can dig deeper. What do you got, the, the, buddy? Lay it on Okay, the two big ones. Yeah. The two big ones. Uh, first off, I was super stoked about him. Of course, I took Holtby. Brent needs to hear himself a little more. I don't know what the hell just happened there, but something just happened. I was checking Brent's, my Brent's my rewatching. Stuff. He likes yeah. to watch himself. Uh, I was going Go to say, um, I loved. Okay, the Madripoor. Yeah. Am I am I correct in remembering that Wolverine at one point was an eye patch wearing uh, guy in Madripoor? At the princess bar. Was that not the bar Dude, that he... Exact. That's the thing, right? So Wolverine okay. was in the X-Men, and then the X-Men kind of had some issues going on, and Wolverine took off on his own. And his own comic book series started, and it's all Madripoor, man. Like, there's so much in there. The Grey Hulk comes in into this, but the bar, you're right, Mikey, got it. So that's why a lot of X-Fiends are freaking out about Madripoor. But again, that's I think it's it's red herring. It's just this is like <laughs> we're gonna put that in because it's gonna it's gonna generate a lot of chatter mm-hmm. amongst the diehards, which clearly it has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was a really cool uh, a really cool shout out. The one thing that really sort of piqued my interest was the whole power broker thing because yeah. in the comics, it's Curtis Jackson is the power broker, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. I don't think they're going that route here because they got six episodes and to introduce that and try to give a backstory amidst all of this craziness going on. I can't see it, but man, if it is Sharon Carter, Holy crap. Like that is, that is, that'd be wild. uh, That's a mind fuck. And then some Mike, just the the actress, uh, Emily Vanderkamp. Or yes, she, she, Emily Van Camp. Van Camp. Van she Camp. grew up around the corner from me in Port Perry. Like, just dude, right around the corner what? from me. Yeah, just a small little, small little Easter egg in there. How everything joins together there. Yeah, really, yeah. I didn't know she was and Canadian. She's, How did I and, miss and that? And little Port Perry town, man. Yeah, so she grew up in there, from that area. And I, right around it, the she's in. Port, where, I from think where? you can even round. I think you can even scoot it out to Blackstock. Because I know the van, ca- the van camps were kind of that area when we were mm-hmm. when I was growing up. So there you wow. go. Wow. Well, mm. I I loved I loved the uh, the way she was introduced. I like mm-hmm. the little the 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 backstory as to why she's there. But man, all like if they're if they're trying to sort of again throw a red herring and make you think that she's the power broker and then then it's not. They did a really good job. I yeah. I love the idea that 
maybe she was in fact so disillusioned that uh, she she was the one who who somehow managed to get the the super soldier serum uh, back in business to give to these freedom fighters only to have the freedom fighters, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And now uh, I think we're kind of seeing a little bit of that at the end of the the third episode where, you know, she, you know, they blow up that, that, uh, the building. Um, I, I just, I, I I like where they're, they're going with that, but I'm, I'm a little stumped at the whole helmet Zemo or Baron Zemo, Zemo, Zemo. Right. Because I was going to talk about him a bit. Um, so (laughs) Baron Zemo is another one of my classics from 1964 first appeared in Avengers number four. So like Avengers number, that's crazy, right? Like way back, way back. Now he is, uh, your classic silver age Marvel villain who is this supreme scientist funded by a very rich family. He's like the 10th, um, in his name, right? Helmet, uh, what? I'm just blanking on his name. Zemo. Helmet Zemo. He's like the 10th Zemo, Helmet Zemo in, in the family. He's very rich. Now, what they're saying is that he could be right beside Dr. So what Baron Zemo is, is a master scientist. You know what I mean? A great, a great swordsman. Um, mm-hmm. Classic, classic, classic villain. So what, what, so there's so, as I say, Mike, there's so many avenues Marvel could do, right? And everything could just be like, whatever, like red herrings. There's a group called the Thunderbolts and they're pretty large because they kind of take on, they're like an evil version of the Avengers. Now the Thunderbolts is after Thunderbolt Ross. Now remember, remember Ross? Ah, Okay. Sergeant Ross. And a lot of people are saying that he is the power broker. Correct. That's what a lot of people are saying. Baron, okay. Baron Zemo becomes the leader of the Thunderbolts. So that could be why Zemo's in there. That could totally be why. Uh, the other thing, because he's got to be leading to something, right? Mike, like there's, they don't put him. They, it's, well, we're not just going to throw him in there. He's got to be leading to something. As in the Scarlet Witch, we'll yeah. find out like a year from now that this little thing in the Scarlet Witch it blew up and meant something else, mm-hmm. right? So right now I'm thinking this could be the birth of the, the Thunderbolts, which is huge, which is a very, very but big... But would they, would they do that, though, with only three episodes to go? I mean, like this is this is the, the one, I don't want to say the knock on this series, is that there's, I don't really know what they're getting at. I don't know what we're, what we're trying to accomplish. There's no... There's no end. There's no end game. Wah, wah, um, that I can sort of <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, what at are this they point. leading to? Right? It could just yeah. be the fact they're leading to a new Captain America, and that's what all this is. And we're all hyping it too much again, like the Scarlet Witch. You know, oh my God, they're going to bring in Mephisto and and you know all these yeah. things. We it could be another one of those scenarios where it just kind of like okay, well, it was just like these this funny little group trying to do this. It wasn't anybody big? Yeah. Um, they could be doing that too, right? But it's hard. It's hard to say. I still think that we're getting little uh, mutant Easter eggs that maybe we're not even aware of yet just because they got to be planning that for the next phase. Well, right. I, I, I would agree. I think they're, they're maybe they're planting it. Maybe not with the intention of, of actually doing anything with it, but it's there just in case they want to uh, sort of tap back and tap back into it later on in, in sort of the next right? phase of Marvel. Yeah. But, I, but here's what I don't understand, I don't know, man. I don't know where this will lead to. It's like here's what I don't really good. I don't what get if it's though. just a standalone and it, and it literally like there's here's season one and then next year there's season two that just continues this little story. And it's a, yeah, is there Marvel, any though. chance, it's, it's is there any chance Marvel. that it's, it's going to just be a standalone that's kind of connected? I don't know, yeah. like our, our buddy last week, right? Marvel it all. There's the Marvel way and every step right. lead. You don't do one thing mm. without it leading to another thing, which is really smart. 
Um, but yeah, that's but a great they, question. Where will that end? But what I don't understand is how did Helmut Zemo 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 Helmut Zemo? How did we go from a guy who was, you know, in the army, like special forces, just, you know, who, who 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 lost his family in the Sokovia incident, mm-hmm. and now he's a rich baron? Like, well, no, he always <laughs> was. What happened? No, he always was. It's um, that, but that was lost in his you know, initial Marvel oh, for sure. universe run. And so it seems like they've, I, I don't know, like they retconning is, is sort of the, the buzzword you know now, but I it's think, buddy, like I, think, I, think Black, I think Black Widow was really meant to come out before this one. And mm. they've had to rearrange some scenes and stuff from what I've heard, just because they were, they were back and forth. Right. Like I, I've heard okay. that there, that's, you know, it was, if it was supposed to come out before and there's scenes of, Black Widow with, uh, you know, the vials that everybody has for the super. The yeah. super she has red ones, which, and apparently she's bringing them to, uh, uh, what's his name there? Uh, the guy who hates the Hulk. Um, uh, the guy who hates the Hulk. Oh, God, I'm blanking uh, on it. I it was just naming his, uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Sorry, sorry. Oh, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. Sorry. So okay. She, she has red vials that turn him into the red Hulk that happens in the comic book. So oh, Thunderbolt. Yeah. Okay. So, so General Ross turns into the red Hulk. And she has red vials. So again, that kind of, we, I think we're going to get a big general Ross, uh, explosion at the end. I think something's going to blend into it. That's I'm just, I, I'll take William Hurt. I, I, I dig him. Uh, I think he's, I think he's a great actor. I think he, he's like, he's the J Jonah Jameson, uh, of, of the Marvel universe. Like that kind of a character that, um, oh, what's his face? Um, now I'm now I'm blanking. I on know, the right? <laughs> uh, from uh, from I love you, man. And Hank Mardukas. Paul Red. No, no, no. Paul. The uh, Jason Siegel. Now, see, somebody quickly look it up because I feel terrible that I can't remember his name. Is it the? Uh, is it the, the, the guy who plays J. Jonah Jameson? Oh, no, the J. Jonah play- Jameson. Okay. Oh, jeez, I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, yeah. He's also in a DC movie playing somebody too. All right, somebody, please, because I can't. Great character actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't J.K. Simmons. Jesus. J.K. Simmons. Okay, that's it. Wow. Wow. Age is, is causing issues here. Um, no, I, I, I think uh, I think William Hurt's great, but I, I got to say, um, Daniel Brühl, Brühl uh, is just he. I love him as as the uh, as Zemo. Uh, I think he's he's a fan. Like he is eating up. He's like just eating up the scenes that he's in. It's great. He's another and Tarantino really, guy, huh? And I'm and I'm digging the the, the dynamic between uh, between Falcon and and uh, Bucky, man. Yeah, the like, bro thing's cool. It's a it's a cool it's a it's a cool sort of vibe that they've got going. But I don't see Marvel doing anything past one season. I think this is a six episode and done with the main characters. I I, I just can't see them extending this without sort of affecting because they're you know i hate to say it but they're they're the marvel universe guys they're the movie guys i feel they're not it's a vehicle cloak and dagger or you know luke cage or something like that i feel it's a vehicle for the the super uh soldier serum more than anything i think what Mm. this is going to do is it's going to move this on because we found the guy that created it and that was huge and we found out how um they just that the, the poor black dude that was the captain america before Right. Mm-hmm. Like he was tortured. He was beaten down. And that was so mm-hmm. symbolistic in the art, the art and that. Um, wow. Like that's an issue that the way it's drawn, everything about that series is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went back to that and talked about that. And that was and so 
the gentleman that they killed in there that was creating the super serum, right? You know, the Dr. guy that was Nagel. in there. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he died, they opened up on the place because there's a lot of questions on, is that really him? Like, why would they blow up the place if, if mm -hmm. that was him? But they didn't do that until he actually got shot. And then that's when mm. the shit hit the fan and they went after uh, my, my old neighbor there as well and everything, right? I thought she was, I couldn't believe, <clears throat> like, good for her, cause to, 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 to get that role. And then, you know, outside of stunt double stuff, she was clearly in it. Yeah. Like, like she, you know, she was in, in there and she was pretty badass and like, go poor Perry. But like, she was really, she I did really, really well. And I was, I was really like, as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh shit, that's Emily from, from poor Perry. But then, you know, but now we're getting significant role though. It's a significant. Oh role yeah. That she, that she, I thought she was great. Like, I just thought she, she was perfectly cast but awesome. we're but we're like i said we're three episodes in we've got three to go now you're also introducing ao from uh from wakanda uh mm -hmm. from black panther now mm -hmm. and you know with that whole king t'chaka you know the revenge that plot like so now the episodes get do they get longer and chris you like to talk about them being in threes mm -hmm. so we've had the first three to mike's point mm -hmm. but and the episodes are pretty short yeah. do they get hour long now and the next three or well see the, the, the difference between the, the difference between this and the scarlet which is uh there isn't really a panned out story for this with what we got going mm. on they're kind of they're, they're bringing in something new like there's some elements that i recognize but of course as i mentioned baron zemo man he's from 1964 he's like mm -hmm. classic so they could they, they can take him wherever they want the, the thing that i did really like about baron zemo was that the guy had no superpowers the guy had no super serum soldier whatever and he broke up the avengers man like Whoa! Mm. He he caused that that fight scene between Captain America and uh, Iron Man without having any powers, and then he sat in his jail cell and was like, "No, man, I did I did what I wanted <laughs> to do." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that was and I love the twist on the end of the uh, uh, of uh, Civil War when he had his recording and he's listening to his family, and he thought it was a phone call throughout the whole movie, and then at the very right. end, it was just a message. He deleted it and he went to kill himself, and Black Panther scooped in there. And uh, what a mature! What a mature! subject for uh, a movie that is amazing there's this guy who's had his his life his life taken away by these superhuman beings and he takes them down you know yeah. what i mean like why he gets his he gets his revenge. but now we but now we find that he was a rich guy all along and it mm -hmm. just i think that 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 kind of soured me a little bit on it but i mean whenever he's on screen you know my wife and and i it's always we go back to that scene in hey, uh civil but war Mike, <laughs> yes, the dancing, the Matrix uh, okay, revolution. Good. I, I was hoping you were going to get that, or I was going to look yeah. really weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, the uh, I, I I just think of that that scene where he's in the in the hotel room and the and the uh, the waitress or the room service, you know, Hemula, Hemula, oh, yeah, Schwarzer yeah, yeah. Cafe mit Speck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all I think. He's Hemula, but uh, no, it was it was great. Love it, digging it. He's and then the glorious bastards. Too. Now we gotta go. We gotta move on to Loki. Okay, well, I was gonna say then yesterday, boom, here comes the trailer, the uh, the new trailer for Loki. And does this now mean that Lightning McQueen is part of the MCU universe? Oh, I think so. Maybe. Next, Maybe. next, we need Larry the Cable Guy to make an appearance, and then we've got you know full blown, you know, cars is in the in the Marvel universe. I loved the the idea and the premise behind it, but I wanted to ask you, Chris, is this something new that Marvel has created? The whole time 
cops, you know, no. The, the there's act, cops. There actually is time cops in uh, the Marvel Universe. Um, okay. Where the story's going to go. See, because this is going to take place after the first Avengers. So, you know how Loki kind of redeemed himself with Thor and, and Asgard right. and everything? That's not going to happen. So what happens here, basically, um, is he does this Loki thing and he screws up all these timelines. The timeline cops, like you are mentioning, they go after him. He has to go back and straighten out a bunch of things. Now, one thing I want to point out that is pretty neat that I, I'm going to personally enjoy as being a guy who draws all day and watches YouTube. Are you guys mm. familiar with the story of D.B. Cooper? Mm-mm. Okay, he, he's uh, vaguely yes. A gentleman back in the '60s who who uh, he was the dis the guy that disappeared. He or hijacked he, a plane, hijacked got all it, this money, it. and then and be, unbeknownst to the people driving the plane, parachuted out and has never been seen again. So and there's an actual scene. So he does the DB Cooper thing, and but he gets teleported out halfway down. So it's it's mm. it's kind of like saying well, that's what happened to DB Cooper. It was actually Loki, mm. which is kind of cool. So and of course they're going to bring in a female Loki. There's a female Loki in the comic books now, and they're they're rumoring she may be the villain. But what it is is he screws up the timelines, and Owen Wilson goes in and says, "Hey man." Look at this. And they shows him all the timelines he screwed up. One's an apocalypse, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and, there, and there's probably going to be a, a numerous amount of comedy in there and hilarity. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's the Loki show. It's what everybody's screamed and demanded for, right? It's it's timelines. It's him being. Oh, and Tom Hiddleston is brilliant. It, like, yeah, right. He's, he's really good. Cast the only, a better the only actor thing, in that role. The only thing I have is I got nothing against the character like Loki and the actor or anything. But as a whole, you sit back and look at it, and it's like. You let him get away with all that stuff, like. Well, he's the god of uh, mischief. I know, right? So no, I'm gonna start so telling people, I'm like, I'm the lord of beer, and then I can just get beer. <laughs> of course, it's okay, man. I'm, I'm taking your beer, but I'm the lord of beer. Oh, okay, Chris, that's all right. There's a couple of lines in there that are really like a couple of lines where he actually says, to "Owen Wilson," he says, uh, "You think you can outsmart me?" Like, yeah, like, yeah. like so they're clearly trying to like. It's almost like he's like, "Well, I'll just play along with your little." Yeah, I'll play along. But at and any point, gonna, I could change all this. But I'll just play along, and and, and we we'll, get, you know, we get Owen Wilson with a mustache. I, I mean, know, and I but it, it's it's the whole Owen right. Wilson. It's yeah. the whole, right. you know, hey, it's exactly you know we're gonna we're gonna do gonna this, fix, yeah. right? And right. you know, you got you gotta fix the timeline. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just expecting Vince Vaughn to show up in a cameo at <laughs> some point. That. You know, you know, but it's I love I love the idea. Like they've. I'd at least now they've sort of fleshed out a bit more what what we're kind of expecting yes. and i love that they've brought in the whole branching timeline which uh the ancient one sort of mentioned to bruce in endgame and and how you know you've got to put everything back otherwise this goes here so yeah. this could this could actually tie up a lot of those questions that came out of endgame with you know steve rogers and what happened here and and even with falcon and the winter soldier with why all of a sudden is the world you know this really you know doom and gloom as opposed to peter parker and you know going to europe and it's like right? european yeah. vacation and apparently so this I, this is the only show that got already green lighted for a second season oh so mm. they will do see and this is what i don't yeah. i don't understand like I, I i like the idea of the one and done with these main characters to sort of tie you over to the films. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it's dollar bills at the end, and, and Disney is clearly, clearly uh, figuring they're going to make a killing on subscriptions based solely on these shows and, yeah. you know, the entire Star Wars they can't, You can't get out. So if you're trying to, for instance, like, I'm still trying to watch... <laughs> 
Justice League because I'm like, do I have to subscribe to Crave? <laughs> yeah, uh, like a, just another thing to subscribe to. Where I'm like, right. what can I, what can I get out of? Well, I can't get out of Netflix. I can't get out of Prime because you know I'm I, I can't I need it's it for deliveries. And I can't Disney, get it, man. I can't get can't... out of Disney because they keep oh, dropping no. No, no, no. stuff. So I'm like, I guess you know the DC it's... guy loses again. <laughs> well, hey, maybe someday they'll come up with something for you DC guys. <laughs> Here's it's what I'll do, Brent. C- it's called the CW Network. There you get so. it. There's tons of DC on there. Yeah. I'll just videotape I, it for you on my phone, dude. I'll sit there. We were going to do hours. like you know the Sunday Hang this week, but they didn't put out the uh, the new uh, uh, Superman, the new the new Superman and Lois because oh. of the yeah. they hadn't oh, filmed that far. So okay. it's a it's a whole thing, and it's they've oh. left you. Yeah, oh, I, I, I love I love money. video down. Oh, video video. Dune. He's I gone. love what they're doing. Um, I love what they're doing with with um, the Marvel stuff and and the fact that they are really using this as a means to to sort of set up these next couple of actual Marvel films. Which, to be honest, aside from Black Widow, I mean uh, Shang Chi and the and the Ten Rings. Again, that's something I'm not really super familiar with. I have no clue about. Uh, so I'm hoping that there's some sort of a tie-in, or it could be just like the Guardians of the Galaxy, which I had no clue, and that turned out to be gangbusters amazing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, definitely. I, there, I just got word, or just saw word that they're started on Guardians of the Galaxy three. Oh, see, that's as far as filming. Just give it to me. I there there isn't a weekend that goes by where we don't have at least one of the Marvel movies on, and even if it's just in the background, like I have seen. I probably have seen Infinity War and Endgame almost as much as I've seen the prequel Star Wars films in my entire life, just because mm-hmm. they're, it's, it's... You know what's like, happened cool, since you guys good. have started ripping on the new Star Wars? Is, um, the Last Jedi was on the television yesterday. Uh, yes, on the showcase. And I the saw, kids yes. were like watching it, and I'm like, ah, I have to watch it differently now because, every, because um, you know, you guys are, are you know... <laughs> not not enjoying it and i'm like i i have to take myself back to being excited about seeing new star wars stuff yeah. but then having it kind of go out and i'm like what's going on you know and then, well yeah. and i mean the great thing about the, you know watching it on the on the regulars tvs this weekend uh was was seeing things like i, I watched solo again and mm. solo is a movie that grows on me the more i watch it uh, there he is. Sorry. Uh, and the same goes for Rogue One. I, I watched Rogue One again, and I really I, I dig it the more I watch it. Yeah. So I watched uh, I watched the solo one too, buddy, and I was like, hey man, there's so many little things that I didn't notice. Yeah, it's it's not bad. You know, it gets. I like I said, it's it's grown on me as yeah. as time has gone, and I love me some Paul Bettany. You know, like dude. Yeah, he's in there as well. Vision. Yeah. First thing Lonnie yeah. said, it's Vision. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> so yeah, Disney they can just keep taking my money. Just just take it because that's about, you know, one of the the handful of things that that gives me any joy in this uh COVID reality right now and and I will watch, yeah, like I will watch Infinity War and Endgame and Doctor Strange. I'll watch them all. Just throw them on. They've become the new go to bed shows now. Right. It used to be yeah. Family Guy, which that too on the Disney, uh, you know, that. But now it's just throw that on. And, you know, I think subliminally now I, I, I'm starting to just, you know, be able to just memorize the entire movies. And and so, yeah, just you can't take it from me at the parks. <laughs> take it from me on the subscription. And I, li- I like so. the, the toy well, lines coming up. I mean, the parks, uh, you guys must be missing that. But have you been? Did you get to Star Wars? Oh, look at Chris is out, too. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, I'm back, aren't I? Out. 
What's happening with technology? Going on in Kingston. Uh, as a matter of fact, yes. Uh, last March, just before right. it all went down, we were down there when when the edict came that you better get home, and I got to see Galaxy uh, Galaxy's Edge. So I got my I got my Star Wars fix. I got to fly the Falcon. I got to do oh, the whole awesome. uh, uh, the uh, uh, Empire like the other ride. The, I forget what it's called, but yeah. So I, I got that the Kessel Run makes me want to go back. And then uh, yeah, so so it's good. So we've got we got Disney. We got the Disney love. And now we get to do the other nerdy love, which is the wrestling. wrestling. Well, as soon as, Karima, Karima, as soon as Karima changes her perspective on her camera. So, yeah, well, I'm trying to like, do it on a computer, too. Like, I'm just having a bad tech day. I don't know. Is there, that there, we go. Oh, there we go. There we go. Now, you did it. Now, we're doing this. Because you have a great, uh, I, you have a great I, background with the wrestling and the thing. And you got know, a belt I back know. there. And you got the thing. Anyways. Hi. Welcome. Welcome, kids to on the, the Escalator podcast. Welcome to the Welcome. show. Welcome. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm I'm Karima. I am uh, a Toronto-based lawyer um, and a a wrestling fan. Um, and I will be starting on Dean Blundell Network soon and featuring stuff. Uh, I do editorial comics, um, so that's kind of my that's my gig. Nice. Excellent. Yeah, they're very, very good. I think Lonnie might have one or two there. She's going to pull yeah, up. Yeah, we're going to post some up here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you see, Mike's got the belt. You've got the got, got the best of WrestleMania DVD behind school. you, Karima. What is that behind old you there? That, it's, that, uh, it's actually, yeah, the rich history of the championship. No? Look at that. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Lovely. So well, you are a wrestling nerd, too. I love it. Love it. You know what makes wrestling? No, check this out, though. She's a smart wrestling nerd. Well, what, what She's a lawyer. She else? went. To, she went to a school and stuff. Yes, that's awesome. She went to a school and got a th- one of those things. Now you posted a picture, didn't you? Post a picture. Your no, I love this part though. You went to like law school, but then you posted a picture of, of the other day of your graduation photo. But you didn't, yes. you didn't want to pay for the actual photo, so you posted it with like the Jostens logo on it. <laughs> You know, basically, but it's the age of Photoshop, so I could probably like figure that. I don't know if that would be illegal, anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I was, I did not invest in the actual grad photos, but it was fun because they let you bring a prop for like two of your photos, and some people bring books or friends or like tiaras. Um, but I had my wrestling belt, the spinner belt, actually. I was gonna say Ooh, that was nice. the spinner belt, yeah. <laughs> Well, welcome. It's Kids on the Escalator podcast. We go Tuesdays, as you know. Karima is joining the Dean Blundell Network. She's writing right now, but she's going to be joining with a podcast that's going to change everyone's lives, which is great. Nice. She's still coming up with a name, so jury's still out on that. And uh... I'm taking, I'm doing it democratically. Oh. Are you? And I'm, are I'm you... trying to log in in the other ways, so I'm oh. going to be normal. If that's the jury's gonna, out podcast, that I'm going to bring you in there. I thought you're. Oh. Wow, she's going to try to log in on the other thing, so she can be quote unquote normal there we go there we are you have a computer we're like tech's a big thing around here i mean mike's if we don't get the tech right mike yells at us hard so we gotta get it right you know anyways um so wrestling we're gonna talk some stuff here we just finished up a marvel chat uh falcon winter soldier all that stuff mcu um loki and all that cream is a big movie fan but uh very cool uh, but um 
we're going to get into some wrestling because well, it is WrestleMania what's your, weekend. What's your favorite movie, though, if you're a big movie fan? What's your favorite movie? No, I I, I like horror movies. I would Ooh. say Midsummer is my favorite movie. No, I, that was a good one, right? I really like, enjoyed that as well. Yeah, that's a recent one. My favorite is The Shining, the cla- like uh, Jack Nicholson. and that, that, I, I watch that just when I'm bored with life. I put Shining on. Have you, have you, has anybody started, like, getting off topic? Has anybody started The Stand yet? Oh, oh my wife has. Yes, yes, my wife has. On the Prime? On Prime? I've, I watched The Stand on the, uh, on the American feed. So, the only I've one seen without it. a belt here. Yeah, I gotta, got yeah, I gotta show my belt now, too. I got another one upstairs. <laughs> so it's really cheap. Yeah, my, my, belt wife, my, my, my wife was watching there. it until Amber Heard was on there, and then she's like, no, you dissed Johnny Depp. Oh, uh, I need to get my belt. See, <laughs> yeah. we all gotta have our belts, right? It's awesome. Uh, and Brent, my, the I, funny thing is, Brent, I did give you a belt way back in the day. I got a picture of you with it at Zig's guess, apartment, and we gave you a belt. We did. This the 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 Bubba Ray Dudley. Look at us. This we got to get a shot of this for the. Yeah. We definitely got to get a thing. shot of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you get a shot? Um, that's that. awesome. Yeah, I'll get out of the shot. Look at the belts. Oh wait, no, you got to get in the shot. You are another one too. I should do this. I'll do it like this so people can. There we go. Yeah, seriously, we're getting a shot of this right now, everybody. Here we go. One, everyone. Three, two, three. Nice. That's awesome. Programming. I like it. I like it a lot. Let's see what we can. I got to point out that my wife grabbed me the lightweight belt (laughs) instead of the heavyweight belt. That's the cruiserweight, is it not? It's the sorry, the cruiserweight belt instead of the heavyweight belt. I'm trying to see. Okay, so you've got you've got the spinner belt on one shoulder. Nice. And what's on that one? Oh, and you've got oh the yeah, I like okay. that one. All right. Excellent. Okay, we're in. We're all in here, Brent. We're I've got okay. a picture of me with a belt, but it's an actual belt. Oh, no. Yeah, well, oh, was it, Hart, it's right? with Brett's wing belt. Uh, the, Maybe, uh, or, or another one. A different one from a different place and a different person mm. that might have. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I think I know that person you're talking about. Might have right? let me, uh, might have let me, uh, you know, hold the, uh, the belt. The belt. The, Anyways. The, the the rated R spinner belt. I'm offline again. Is that no, no, we're talking a championship. We're talking. Oh, world. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a whole thing. Fine. Anyways, Karima, okay. it's WrestleMania weekend. Um, are you watching? Are you subscribed to all the things? Are you uh, tuning in someplace not? Well, I guess I can't ask you if you're tuning in someplace not legal. But are you? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I I will be observing and watching the events. Yes, in some fashion, um, for sure. I'm trying to figure out a way to watch it without uh, subscribing because I mean, peacock. You know, WWE Network, like it was the worst, and I feel like there was a competition law, something or another, because you had to get Rogers or your local cable, even if you didn't want cable and you just wanted the network. And in the states, you can go buy like a gift card and then just log on online. But now they can't do that anymore either. I guess. I think it was a conspiracy of sorts. There are some crazy ways that I've discovered over the last uh, two weeks because, yeah, the the network on Peacock is terrible. Uh, And I know that it's in transition and uh, Triple H was interviewed earlier this week and asked about it and he's got to toe the line and say, well, you know, like anything, they're working out the kinks and blah, blah. But it's awful. They don't have... What's wrong with it? they, they, They haven't migrated over a good chunk of the of the library plus peacock is going through and um sanitizing uh, the stuff that they're going to actually have on the network so they've been cutting out stuff that may not fit their uh standards and practices that's like which attitude i was just gonna say yeah you may as well <laughs> but like i said on on the pod last week 
they're they're going through all this and they're cutting all these things out yet you can watch hostile on peacock <laughs> i don't get it i just i don't get it i can't, I can't make it through so, those movies man wow those are yeah so um I, you can't I'm make sure, it through those movies well, just i'm sure torture ones. i like horror but not torture I'm sure they're going to get it sorted out. They said by August they should have most of the stuff set, uh, transferred over. But as I was uh, saying to the guys, I, I was chatting with our, our buddy Adam and said, well, looks like the Edge and Christian show uh, did not make the cut, whether or not that's because Mr. Cage has gone to AEW or if mm. it just hasn't been transferred over yet. Uh, so that was a bit of a disappointment because, uh, you know, I, I, I would have loved to have been able to say, I'm on Peacock now. That'd be great. So, but. Well, Brian had a great really match with uh, Hank Kazarian there, man. That was a really good match. I just oh, Frankie Kazarian? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, I thought that was probably one of the best AEW shows that uh, that they've put on. It's getting better, Which, ironically, buddy. they had horrible rate. Well, not horrible ratings, but the ratings weren't that great. Wow. So. Which just goes to show you that, uh, you know, a great show doesn't necessarily yeah, equal no, great no, ratings. I mean, the winner, yeah. Now, so we want to talk WrestleMania a bit. Yes. I, one of the things I want to get into is, um, okay. before we won't really, the card's going to take forever to run down. So what I want to start with is WrestleMania memories. So I want to talk about, like, our top three favorite WrestleMania moments that stand out like the top three right at the top of your head. You're like, without a doubt, these three are my favorite WrestleMania moments. Karima, since you are our guest, you get to go first today. What uh, are your fa- top three WrestleMania moments? Okay, well, I'm going to say Daniel Bryan's win. That was a good one. Over Randy Orton and yes. uh, like the whole day, like the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, his, you know, the iconic, like, I guess. The buildup, the everything, yeah. Exactly. yeah um awesome i was at wrestlemania 18 also so i am gonna go ahead and say that uh even though i know the match objectively was like whatever the rock and hogan was really like a wrestlemania 18 wrestlemania 18. that was a master master class have you been to one karima have you been to a that was the one that i attended the only one i've been to SummerSlam and survivor series though um and you know raw etc our good buddy uh, that was a master class in in sorry that was a master class in and how to 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 read a crowd because yeah the the idea you know hogan was the heel rock was the face toronto would have nothing to do with that and uh and they 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 read that and and they they took that and they made it into this unbelievable moment just that that whole stare like and and that's the, the the one thing i love about the rock is that at that time, nobody did facial expressions better than he did. <laughs> That's true. The people's and eyebrow. it's just that it's the look, and then and seeing it and and hearing it and like you just you just know that that they've figured out okay this is what we've got to do even though this isn't what we were intending to happen. And I think that's something that that's something that gets lost now. I don't think I don't think you have. Uh, necessarily a generation of talent now that are willing to take that chance or or given that chance to do something like that because it is very you know compartmentalized and scripted and no this is the direction we're going roman reigns will be our big face champion no matter how much they're booing him until we decide uh, he's a way way better heel uh than than a face so 
Yeah, Hogan. I, missed your, I think I missed your Dynamite. second one, Kareem. I might, might cut out. What was it? You went Daniel Bryan. You went Hogan Rock. Um, Hogan Rock was my second one. Um, yeah. um, I'm going to say Kofi Kingston's win. Um, as, as oh, yes. Those are all pretty like recent. Three. And I think that, nice. yeah, Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston, like, it, I, I mean, they're underdogs is the wrong word, but like they really had to fight for their due, I feel. Um, so that was gratifying in a way that a lot of moments um, sometimes get squandered, you know, like those ones you really can And two different scenarios, because I don't think they wanted to go with Brian. And then I think it was just so overwhelmingly like you like, I just think that they ended up doing it in the end, because you could tell kind of the way it was going that it was, I don't want to say rewritten, but it definitely felt at the end that they had to get there. Kofi was like, this guy, like, uh, that was, I don't want to, it wasn't out of nowhere, because he's definitely paid his dues, but it was very like, Wow, they're really they're really building this up to him winning, and it looks like he's gonna win, and they're giving the fans exactly what they want, and they kind of they kind of started with that, and I don't there was never a doubt in my mind that he wasn't gonna really. Well, well there was that whole I mean a similar build to what happened to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mean he was put into the elimination chamber when Mustafa Ali was injured, and everybody to a person uh, backstage loves Kofi. I mean he is he really is just an unbelievable guy and you know what I think everybody really wanted this for him more than maybe he wanted it and the fact that they they let him run with it and he ran with it and it was great and you know I, I again those are those are those moments where mm. you know you can you can say that that the fans don't know what they want and that Vince knows what the fans want and no, 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 no. This is where you, you got to listen to what the crowd is saying. And when he won, you know, that was huge. And all that emotion, you know, from Xavier Woods and Biggie, like, and his family's there, like, that's, you know, that's the stuff, like, that's the gold that, you know, you can't manufacture that. You can't sort of, you know, okay, this is what we're going to do, or this is how it's going to happen. You can't do that. And and I think Vince, you know, maybe it's through telling stories, realized, though. You know, it tells yeah. stories, though, too. Lots of near falls and all that. Chris, so Karima went old, went new, a little bit newer oh, yeah. with her, her stuff. Where are you going with yours? I'm going to take it total. So WrestleMania 1, my favorite moment, uh, one is just three of them. So WrestleMania 1, it being announced... See, I was like, I'm a, I'm a little older. So when I was a little nargin, this was just like, are you kidding me? And then my <laughs> second thing was like, you know, I can see this on pay-per-view. That's my second greatest moment. And then third would have to be, <laughs> see, it, but there's a, there's a 2.5 and that's knowing that I couldn't get to watch it. And then getting the highlights after was just, it, when I was younger, it was such a mystique. WrestleMania one was like, and I, I, cause I, it was the make or break for that company. And mm-hmm. As a little Nargan, I don't know if I, you could feel it, but you could feel the world circling around this event. Especially, you know, the saddest thing was Mr. T was one of the things that made it really, really big. And he's not even like a real wrestler kind of thing, right? But good for him to jump in. And that created the whole rock and wrestling combination that, if you know, it jumped. From, so I shouldn't say Mr. T was a bad thing at all. It's funny because I, I watched a documentary 
on WrestleMania one. And a lot of the wrestlers were like, Oh, Mr. T gets to come in, you know, like I would have loved to be in here and stay, you know, so I, I didn't mean to say that, but I was just kind of going off the other wrestlers. I felt bad for them. You know, sure you they want, weren't you complaining want, about the checks that they got. No, no, no. But you, you want to be in WrestleMania one and it's like, okay, we're bringing mm-hmm. in Mr. T instead of you. And it was like, oh, it's kind of a bummer. But everything about WrestleMania one to me as a kid, the mystique about it. And then, and as I mentioned earlier, we were talking about, it's just, I, I knew when it was on and I couldn't watch it. I'm like, oh my God, it's happening right now. Right. Right now. And I was a huge Roddy Piper fan as well. I had the t-shirt. I keep, I keep smacking the table. I had the hot rod shirt and everything back in the day. And, uh, I, I, I was a total devote, uh, WWF fan. I got some magazines to show later too, that I got like. The classic ones from back back in the oh, day. Oh, look at that. Bret Hart in his Canadian tuxedo there looking at uh, the ocean <laughs> and the lake or wherever he was at there. Great stuff. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, funny. I, I took a different route, but my three favorite moments just surround. Not even matches in, in Mystique. I love it. The mystique, mystique of it. Because it was a lot. Five. And that magic. Um, it's funny. Mike, you and I touched on this. I think we talked about it last year during our chat. But the magic of, of that. And listen people are going to hammer on you for being wrestling fans and all the rest of it. Oh, but when they get it right, no, I'm just saying when they get it right, mm-hmm. it's magic. When they like, when they, when it's written right and the character you're so ingrained in is right. It is magic. They've written it perfectly well. And um, that only happens. It really only happens. If you think about all the different matches and all the, everything that's happened and all this buildup for all the manias and all the rest of it, but how often do they get it perfectly right? Mm-hmm. And That's it started with the question. mystique, a, the mystique yeah. of WrestleMania itself right. is so right. It was yeah. just such a big thing for us growing up. My God, 85 to like 90? Come on. Yeah. Then it, And then it comes to Toronto, WrestleMania 6. Are you kidding me? It was like my head was exploding. <laughs> I and then I got that the, too. I remember when it came to Toronto and it was just... I like, was there. Top. Vibe. I was... Oh my God. It, 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 it was back the, in the day, and again... I'm sorry, again, showing my age, it was like Motley Crue coming to Toronto. I was like, oh my God, Motley Crue is in Toronto right now. As a young headbanger, it was the same thing. But wow, WrestleMania is in Toronto. It's like just over there. Because I was living in, uh, I would have been in uh, Ingersoll, London, Ontario at that time. Karima, uh, uh, Michael, get to you one second on, yeah, yeah. on your picks. But Karima, where were you sitting for WrestleMania 18? Probably five rows from the top of the skydome. Woo, me too. <laughs> my parents only had 29 bucks to put me there. So that's where it was. My yeah. mom surprised me at the very last minute with, with tickets that she nice. like got bootleg from school somehow. Uh, I had no idea I was going until the weekend. Uh, yeah. it was amazing. I remember going, uh, so funny story about WrestleMania 6. So my, uh, a girl in my class, Lindsay Dukowicz, won the, won the um, ringside passes from the Toronto Sun and the million dollar man gave her the money or no, they gave her the money after the million dollar man lost. So who, like uh, th- that whole thing. And so there's a whole video of her holding up the money at the front of the thing. And she was the only other person from the school that went. So we showed up in all of our WrestleMania gear and everyone's like, you losers. Look at you. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was great. Michael top three. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. See, I'm like you, Chris. I I was around for WrestleMania 1. Uh, and again, back then, and this is, this is the difference between then and now. Uh, now there's so much. I've, I've seen behind the curtain. I've, I've seen the wizard. So uh, there are still moments that um, genuinely surprise me, but not like back then. Like, for example, you know, WrestleMania 1, 
I thought it was cool because, you know, Cindy Lauper was was part of this whole thing. And like that guy that was in Rocky three, like who now <laughs> there's this big show around him yeah. and Mr. T's and you know, team. like, so that, that sucks me in. But, uh, first on the list, WrestleMania three, uh, I gotta say, I, I mean, it's a tie macho man and steamboat, that whole, that whole setup, like the, the build, the, you know, oh my God, he mm-hmm. dropped him on his throat. Like he's got a crushed larynx and the magic. It, like that's when I was a kid, that was like, Oh my God, Ricky Steamboat's lost his voice. He can't breathe. <laughs> and then, you know, and then he wins. And I remember because I, you know, I, I had no way of going, like we would go to the Maple Leaf Gardens shows around 85, 86. Um, but then like WrestleMania was, that was never going to happen. So I remember the Toronto sun actually had their early editions and their late editions. Mm-hmm. And the early edition had, um, results from the matches so Mm. like that's how i found out that steamboat won the intercontinental title i'm like oh Mm. this is amazing uh but way before you know the hogan andre thing uh so 1a macho man steamboat 1b hogan andre like that was back then again the biggest thing ever it was insane to think that oh my god hulk hogan and andre the giant a bad andre the giant are gonna fight Mm -hmm. even though in later years you discover man they they wrestled a lot in the early 80s you know against each other um so that was number one uh the number two probably again back in that that time frame hogan and warrior in toronto I didn't get to go. And that was another one of those crushing things. Like, no, it just, it wasn't going to happen. But, but again, Hogan lost what in Toronto? What? Mm -hmm. So again, back then as a kid, like I'm eating this stuff up. Like it's, it's the coolest thing in the world. Then if I got to go further down the line, there's a bunch of stuff. Like there's a whole lot of three ABCs all the way to Z's. Hogan and Brett from, or sorry, uh, Brett and Owen from WrestleMania 10. I mean, there's the ladder match from WrestleMania 10. Um, you know, the the Stone Cold Shawn Michaels, like the Brett Shawn. Like, there's a lot of, there's You're a only lot allowed of three, cool Mike. I know. <laughs> You're allowed three. Let's go. My children. Uh, but I will say, um, probably, I, I gotta agree. The the Hogan, the Hogan Rock, man, that was that was electric. That was that was amazing to just. To watch it live again, that's at a time where you you know there was, the internet was there, but you're not expecting it to go this way. And when you're watching it live and you're seeing it, and now you're old enough to kind of realize, oh man, they're gonna do this. Oh, they're gonna, they are they are switching sides mm-hmm. mid match. Like it's it's amazing, and that's the stuff that like you know you, you like to sort of you know sink your teeth into, and and that's what as a fan. If you forget about the internet and forget about all the things you know and and the people you know and and how how it all works. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that kid like, oh, this is amazing, you know, type feel. So, yeah. so, so speaking of the rock, so much. Should, should I uh, throw that quiz out? That one question? No, I still got to give you my three. Okay. You oh go. yeah, Brent. Jesus Christ. Well, I just thought I, it was a quick one. I just thought while while we were on the subject, of sure, go ahead. Are Nail you sure? It. Get it. Who was Do the original it. person wrestler that was called the Rock? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, that's an easy one. Really? Come on. Yeah, easy. Okay. Easy. Do, do, I, I, I've got I'll, it. I'll throw it to the. I'll throw it to the audience first. No, this this one's an easy one. Okay, we'll give. Karima, how's your eighties wrestling? Garbage. Oh yeah. no! Oh no! You know, <laughs> I was born in eighty nine. I don't know. All right. Managed, Mike. managed at the time by one superstar, Billy Graham. Yeah, brother. Hmm. Uh, that would be uh, the former Magnificent One, would it not, sir? Yes. Don, he was supposed to rock. be in WrestleMania 1, but for some reason, they didn't put him in there. And he had this big battle going on with Ricky Steamboat at the time. And yep. they didn't put him in there. It was a weird Don thing. Don Morocco. Okay, so I'm right sorry, there. Brent. I just thought I'd... We no, how about, how so about when Don... Then they tried Don Morocco going good, and that was like people were like... Eh, yeah, that did, with the tie-dyed shirts and stuff, or was that... Maybe we could get into a whole bunch of wrestlers that were underutilized I liked, that. I always liked Don Morocco. He had that one vein in his mm. arm that was like the Hulk. It was like, holy crap, watch out for that guy. <laughs> All right. Okay, so uh, I got to go. Uh, Mike, yeah. So Steamboat, Steamboat and Savage for me... Uh, at the time it was um like i couldn't even believe it like what a match and i was able to watch it at, i was able to watch it at the oshawa civic auditorium uh oh, they were showing it on close closed circuit, so, circuit. Yes, yeah that was, I, that was, that like, was the, the buzz phrase back unbelievable then. Closed moment TV. closed circuit and if you missed it you had to do what chris did and, and like all of us did you couldn't wait to get on saturday afternoon and watch like all these the maple leaf wrestling and all this kind of stuff yeah, so fun, um so anyways I gotta go. I gotta do a little shout out. I haven't touched on it very much. Chris, uh, the belt you have on your shoulder currently is what? What's this? Yeah, the name of the. Uh, can you read that out for the audience at home? There you go. It's the world. That one. heavyweight. Look at that belt wrestling there. championship. That's so like this the belt here, my child, I wouldn't touch it because it's like the Stanley Cup thing for me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna touch it, but let the kids touch it. Uh. That's so anyways, one, right? a few yeah. years ago, I, uh, I've got a, we've got, you know, you know, it's, it's a bit of a thing. I don't touch on it very much, but I've got a good friend of mine. He looks uh, like that, a ghost. Uh, now you can kind yeah, of see Bret Hart. I got a friend of mine that's, uh, you know, might, uh, let the kids wear the stuff and all that stuff. <laughs> that's so, pretty cool. I got yeah. a, I don't have the belt on me right now, but I do have a, a great shot of, of that belt, Chris, that you have on your shoulder. That yeah. uh, well, here's, that here's my Hart. shot of Bret Hart. I gotta share my shirt of Bret. There's Bret Hart right there. That's right. He was almost. He actually <laughs> was wearing that that day, and I said, uh, "Canadian tuxedo." Yeah, we got <laughs> that. Bret was my, wearing it. My daughter Brett, come up, uh, and I showed this to my daughter, who's like early twenties, and she's, "Oh, Canadian tuxedo. That's great, Dad." Uh, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I was like, um, anyways, great guy. Always uh, just uh, you know connected uh, through our buddy Adam, who uh, and it's all connected to Pearl Jam and the whole thing. So shout no, out to uh, crazy to classy uh, Brett for for letting the kids wear the belt. Anyways, so Brett and Austin WrestleMania 13, the double turn. So yes. for me at the time, it started everything. Well, sorry, not at the time, but it was like it started the whole second phase of the attitude era. It yeah. started everything because the turn happened right then that Brett turns on the fans, turns into like Canada versus America. Everyone in the world was talking about it because Austin was like, you know, in America, they were stomping the shit out of him in Canada. Can the Canadians were stomping the shit out of him? What an incredible time. Brett was like the ultimate, like just went back into that heel mode that we hadn't seen from him and forever. I, like him as a heel. I really like Brent as a heel. So that for me, 13, he makes, he makes Austin bleed out and it's like, 
And the yeah. visual of that too was, yeah. was pretty amazing. unbelievable. Un like it's just unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> okay, WrestleMania four, Macho Man wins the tournament, mm. and is the first to me the first small guy mid Carter to hold the belt. So we at that point it was all Hogan all the time, which it needed to be. But at that point, I think everyone was ready for a change. What had happened? Well, obviously we have the the main event. Andre steals the belt. The tag team champion if you remember he announced that he passes the tag team championship over to ted DiBiase. <laughs> yes on the main event on the main event where Just he watched he, that as well yeah they, they do the i don't know if kareem do you remember this one they swapped the referees i don't know if you've seen it online but there but the two hebners screwed hogan over and anyways andre wins the belt who paid they, for the plastic surgery <laughs> and as a kid i'm like man they really got somebody to get plastic <laughs> surgery look like dave hebner and, and then, then at that I time, know, I'm like, oh, my God, brothers. as a kid, I'm Damn. like, they're going to they're going to give it to DiBiase. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And then they then the, the belt goes vacant and then they have a tournament to, for a new champion. And you're looking at it at that, that point going, well, Hogan's going to win it. And then he gets disqualified. Hmm. And if you look at the tournament now, you're like, no, Brandon Macho was the one. But at the time, I'm like, Steamboat, Steamboat. Ah, fuck, he's out. Uh, Jay White, who else was in it? Like, like Brett wasn't in it at that point. There was all these guys that you thought might do it. And the then natural Butch Reed, the natural mm. Butch Reed, Coco Beware, no, anyways. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, so, anyways, Macho Man, Macho Man, you know, wins the title. And I just remember I was at Crandall's in Port Perry watching oh, it on pay per view. There you go, uh, big screen. And I remember we went nuts because I couldn't believe the Macho Man had won that and of Steamboat and Savage. So he, Savage has got two of mine. Nice. Well, he's a great wrestler, <laughs> no, man. So, he's you know, so, really good. So yeah. So, Karima, what, what year did you, like, when did you start watching wrestling? Um, so I was like little when we started, um, okay. but it was pretty much only the, the main, like the main event of the week. Right. And then okay. we stopped having cable for a long time. Um, so I, I got back into it probably when I was 10, 11. So that would have been, you know, uh, like DX. Oh, the heart of the attitude thing. era. Okay. Yeah, so, so right then and there. And then, yeah, it's been in phases for me. Um, although I've always like kind of kept an eye on it. I, I, I've watched religiously at different points. Um, so what now back then, I mean, as a as a ten year old girl, what compared to now? Like my daughter is thirteen, and a couple of years ago, she she was really like she was my little wrestling buddy that we would go to independent shows, and she loved watching the the women wrestling. So like people like Bailey and Becky Lynch, like Bailey is her like that was her you know favorite. But as a ten year old girl, you didn't like. You didn't really have no, the, no, the same kind of experience. There was like raw and panty matches in retrospect. Yeah. It was really weird. Um, actually, I mean, when I'm like nostalgically watching watching clips, it's <laughs> I understand maybe why Peacock was sanitizing some things, but <laughs> well, it's part of the fun, I suppose. Um, well, it's a, I mean, it was a different time, obviously. Yeah, there was and, China, right? So there was yeah. China, and she was super cool. Um, yeah, poor China. Yeah, she she yeah, did I, try really like she was in there, man. She's uh, she was like fighting it was men. A, she was there doing was Lita really good. Then a little bit after, and they oh, were yeah, kind Lita. of the rough and tumble. But even that, like you know, they which it, which is it was a it's kind old of, era. It's kind of like I I think it's 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 kind of sad that you know that little girls didn't have that um, 
necessarily the same kind of uh, experience that sort of the 10-year-old girls or nine, like the girls have now. There was no female wrestling role model back in the I mean, I mean, there were, but but it was still very much sort of male centric and focused and that was the idea definitely whereas now it's like it's crazy to watch what the women do and and how Mm. they've changed the perception of females in wrestling and you know and again i i just watched on the um on the network the documentary that they did on beth uh, the Icon series, which is a fantastic, like, I've said this before, the documentary crews that they have there, and apparently now they've got some members of HBO that are helping out with the docs as well, which will take it to an, an even, you know, bigger level. But the watching the documentary on Beth, you know, I'm biased, yes, but just to see the story of how she sort of came up and what her idols were and she was one of those girls that looked at china and thought hey i'm not i'm not this you know the stereotypical brawn panties diva girl uh i you know she was she lifted weights you know she was on the guy's wrestling team and she looked at china as, as like china was this role model for her to be like you know what i don't have to look that part i can be physical i can be an athlete and and still you know be feminine as well and 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 have all those things so um it's interesting to to hear the perspective from somebody who was you know a little girl during that really male heavy dominated sort of time who are you taking who are you um are you watching now is there anybody on the women's side that's really standing up for you uh, whether it be AEW or wwe yeah do you watch AEW or just strictly wwe yeah i'm a jericho fan so there we uh, go <laughs> yeah so, well they had so a great sure. segment just a little while ago huh against uh was the inner circle the deal pinnacle? going on there was the really good, and yeah. The, yeah when your buddies are in there too yeah so so you do yeah. like the awe i see i'm a big uh uh hikurashida fan i really like her i think she's great from the um, aw yeah i mean i i, I like AW. bianca belair actually i think that she's a lot of fun um and i was very excited when she won the rumble so um that's someone who i'm rooting for i, I would like her to win um, we'll get the predictions on that for sure i think it's going to be good um there's That's definitely great. there's definitely a really cool sort of uh, I don't want to say renaissance female wrestling like the speaking of AEW the the match between Thunder Rosa and and Britt Baker Dude. like the blood the blood match was like that was that's the kind of thing that you know, again, you go back to the early nineties. Sorry, and my cat's right here. <laughs> do you have a gray you, cat? I'm sorry. Do you have a gray cat? It's a black cat. I have two black cats. Okay, I got one gray cat, one calico, and one tabby, and they're in here. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, just cat people, no, right? High five. I, I, <laughs> I was just, I was just saying, yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool to see what, what is happening now, and, and, and seeing this whole, you know, this, this movement. I mean, they, they started with the, the, the female, the, the, the women's revolution or evolution, and, and, and now where you're getting these unbelievable matches from these women that you know are doing things that again 10 15 20 years ago it would be unheard of you know 
and so that's and you don't have that, Jerry Lawler screaming puppies to that every, to that point. Then Karima, who do you consider to be the greatest women wrestler uh, of all time? Ooh, then? good question. Good mm. question. Oh my god. If you uh, tough question, like, but good question. It's a tough one, but I mean, because there's you know, uh, there's a lot to pick from. If you're talking trailblazing women, or you're talking See, just in China general, China had such I, a rough go though. Like at her time when China was in there, she was a product of her surroundings, man. Like, I I, I don't think she made very many choices of her on her own, other than what she was drinking that night. To be honest with you, you know what I mean? Like, well, the I later the later stages. Well, yeah. yeah, like I feel bad for. I know. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. What do you think, Karima? There. I just yeah. So I, I was at um, the Toronto Survivor Series when, um, and Oscar was there. She was like um, for NXT, and that was the first time that I saw her live. And you know, I I, I didn't actually have any expectations. I, I didn't know much about her going in, um, and I, I just she's phenomenal. And even though you know, especially when she's speaking Japanese on the mic, um, I really like. <laughs> But her personality is just so, it seems lovely. It seems like she's like just a very unproblematic, unbothered person very who pure. just yeah, will that. like tear someone apart. And, you know, I I, I don't love the way that, that um, she's been, the storylines that she's gotten um, to past that point. Um, but yeah. I, I think that, that she really has the chops. I remember, so this goes back to uh, what WrestleMania was it? Uh, it was the one in, in New Orleans when we were um, when we were down there filming stuff for the Edge and Christian show. Uh, that Hall of Fame, the one where um, the Dudleys went in and uh, Edge and Christian did the induction for that. So I was Beth's sort of pseudo date because Adam was back with Jay getting all set. And we were we got to our our seats, and and Oscar was sitting by herself at the end of the row, and and I'm sitting there with Beth, and I'm like, oh my god, Julie, like my daughter Julie would love this if if I got a picture. So I don't speak Japanese at all. No way. But but and I hadn't met her at that point, and I just you know I just asked him like, oh my god, I you're wonderful and my daughter would absolutely love it um if if i could get a picture and and she was so so sweet and like i'm sure there was absolutely no understanding of what i was saying but she was such like just amazing and that was you know i took that away from that whole weekend like wow that seeing these people and realizing that a lot of the a lot of the talent that you kind of hope and wish are like nice and, and good and and would be cool it, right? to hang out with yeah. are the ones that that are like that That's so wild. i'd love japanese yeah. samurais like if you read my comic book you'll you'll see that but there was a documentary on uh, a japanese wrestler and it was a female wrestler and one of her friends left the wwf and went back and she was a very famous wrestler and there was a there was a moment between them and the one the the female wrestler says you know, you were my only friend here because they, they could speak the language to each other, I guess, and whatever. And she was so sad that she left. I don't know if that's the same wrestler or if you guys remember Oh, yeah, that would, that would be a, a Kyrie Sane. Kyrie yeah. Sane, yeah. I, I felt yeah. for that. I was just like, oh, my God, like, damn, damn. Like, and Because the, the one stayed there, the other one left. Yeah, I just, well, that's a story right there, man. And then and she just picks up. And but it's a, something ass. to build to towards down the thing. You could you could definitely write off of that and be like, oh, I could. But I, I, think I left and you didn't like, come with me. I didn't let and I'm coming back to kick your ass. Now what, is, what a strong like human a, being. My point is what a, strong, what a strong you're person. You're thinking man. like a mark, damn it. You're thinking like Let's a mark. Let's go. All right. It's <laughs> prediction time. We got to get into uh, what we do. It's prediction time. We're going to get into a couple little, little things here. I don't want to 
get into like a big thing. I'm going to just run through the card for WrestleMania. You guys give me your like, your like 20 second, like this because of this. You can add a couple more for me because I have no idea. I'm I'm right. Classic. No. Okay. So we got, uh, Tag team turmoil. Uh, Naomi, Lana, uh, Lana, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Riot Squad, Natalia, Tamina, go. It's Karima. Who's who's taking that down? Uh, maybe the Riot Squad. I Riot Squad, on the comeback. Mike, I would love to see the Riot Squad. I think Ruby and Liv are not only they're they're really super people, but uh, I think they totally deserve it. I also Natty is another. Uh, another dear friend so natty and tamina i kind of see that happening i think natty gets the wrestlemania moment uh with tamina i think they beat uh naya and shana all right um how many tables can lana go through before they give her something so i'm gonna give (laughs) naomi and lana to win on this one just because kudos to lana man she has she has worked her butt off to uh to step outside the shadow of uh rusev Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Looks like that uh, YouTuber's coming into this thing. Uh, Karima, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Uh, I want it to be Sami Zayn. But, we... yeah, I want it to be Sami Zayn. You I'm want just going to go with Zayn. what my heart like wants. Sami Zayn. To... All right. Yeah. Mike? Uh, I, you know what? I just want to see both of them beat the crap out of Logan Paul. <laughs> That's, you know what? I, Another I, double both, turn? Both guys, both guys are awesome and sort of just a quick sidebar when we shot um we shot a, a sketch with the two of them uh it was the uh, kevin and sammy uh, uh mayors of me podcast where uh, they were doing a podcast in french <laughs> with edge and christian and they would ask questions in french and they would be kind of rude and disrespectful questions and then sammy would be like oh no 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 he was saying this and it was like one of those and they would be making jokes haha and of course like the you know the the last joke is like uh, how do you say how do you say thank you he's like uh mange la merde oh yeah i love mange la merde and you know jay oh i just eat the merde all day long no, <laughs> just laughing they were they're just just really good guys uh so i i either of them uh, would be great, but I just want to see them both beat up Logan Paul. I think that's going to happen. I'm taking uh, I'm taking an Owens uh, heel turn with uh, with uh, him and Sammy uh, are going to turn on Logan, and it's going to be a whole thing. So there we go. Uh, I move Chris. Oh no, I, I, know, I know you don't know who it is. Make Hulk the Hogan. make the call. Hulk Hogan. Oh, All right. Man. I don't know, man. Big E versus Apollo Cruz. Karima. Uh, I'm going to go with Big E for this one. Big E for this one. All right. Any any guess? Any 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 why? You just like him. You want him to win. Yeah, I'm like ready for him to escalate and have like a, a title title. So sure. Let's climb that ladder. Mike, I'm gonna say Apollo Cruz for that exact reason that Krima just said. I think Big E. It's time for him to to make the jump, and yeah. you know the Intercontinental title is the stepping stone. I think uh, yeah. I think it's Apollo uh, w- uh, as well, but with Biggie entering the heavyweight title picture after this. So there we go. Cesaro, Seth Rollins, nice. kind of an interesting match, and sort of like a, the King you know, of some, Swing. They kind of I don't want to say it. It's kind of weird. It's kind of an interesting kind of match. that's randomly on the card that would be like a Monday Night Raw. All right, Kareem, I go. I don't know the storyline behind this, but I. It's called I Cesaro. Think, Cesaro needs they, a win. They don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called Cesaro needs needs his uh, mojo back. So, so, so that's what it's called. Okay, Cesaro, what do you think there, Mike? 
Uh, I think Seth Rollins wins, but Cesaro gets the 37 swings. Okay. Because it's WrestleMania 37, right? So uh, 37 swings. Riddell Sheamus. <laughs> Bro. Then I'm going with Sheamus. <laughs> Bro. I hate this character so much. I hate you know, that character. But it's not a character. He I get it. Exactly I know he's a like thing. Legit. Yeah. I, just, I don't, I don't like, like anyone that. who wrestles without shoes. Except there you go. That's Bro. weird, right? I, I, I thought the same thing. The Von Erichs, right? Their feet are probably sweat. I don't know. Do you like who do you like here? I mean, Seamus doesn't really need the win. Riddell does. I'm guessing Riddell probably, right? Retains, whatever. Strowman McMahon, another one. They built the cage. They're doing a cage, which means what, Mike? Absolutely nothing. It means Shane's (laughs) going to do a stupid. That's what I mean. No good reason. Mm. And did I missed this? But apparently on Raw they added sound effects of a train. When Braun Strowman was doing no. his little run around. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dumb, 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 terrible, dumb, dumb. How long before Strowman's out of the WWE? Oh, no, he's. I'm he's, seeing his trajectory. It's interesting. Nah. Anyway, Strowman McMahon, what do you like here, Karima? Uh, I agree that it's been sort of a brutal lead up. Uh, I, I want Braun to destroy him. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Shane O'Mac off the cage for, yeah, be safe, Shane. It's, he's <laughs> almost 60. Uh, bad, okay. This is an interesting one. The Miz, rad dude, actually did a shout out, cut a promo on Alex in California backstage at Corn. Nice. Uh, the Miz and Morrison versus Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. This could go many, many ways. Karima. Um, I, I feel like it would be. In, I think Bad Bunny. He's been here for a very long time. Um, I mean, relative to like celebrities just sort of popping in. So I feel like if they are successful, that might be laying foundation for more time here. So I think it would. It might be that. Mike, I uh, I think he, Damian Priest is the future. Bad Bunny is eyes on the product, and he has he really has gone above and beyond what most celebrities uh, tend to do when it comes to being sort of like fly-in guests. Uh, I think they they reward them with a a big win for the the musical act and a big win for the kid that's probably going to be you know carrying the company and five ten years i'm going uh i'm going ms morrison split due to miscommunication classic wrestling writing uh <laughs> classic wrestling writing uh they're gonna split bad bunny is g- and gonna get the pin aka uh, bobby heenan on coco beware and, <laughs> um, way back in wrestlemania 5 uh but there is going to i'm gonna throw a twist into the mix i like your idea of priest being the future but i feel like there is going to be some and they mm. just continue that going because it gets eyes on it priest turns on him goes heel in sort of that whatever mm. so that i'm calling that out there we go okay here we go uh karima uh oscar rhea ripley um i feel uh, maybe rhea ripley she's newer she you know she's due building herself up i think that that's uh and, and she's good i really like watching her actually michael yeah rhea ripley she is she with charlotte's uh sort of status being unknown at this point especially with andrade getting his release i'm thinking they're gonna hitch their wagons to rhea ripley until becky lynch is ready to come back and then you're gonna have a monster monster main event next year Speaking of monsters, the fiend and Randy oh, Orton. The fiend, okay. I know about the fiend, man. That Chris, guy. Chris is going. No, I just, I just. That is a great character as, as, as a comic book artist, man. So I'd like to hear what you guys think about that because I, I'm, 
I like those characters. Awesome. Karima, what do you like here? It's a weird match, like the John Cena one was last year, mm-hmm. but like not weird, like it was at at uh, whatever the last event was, Fastlane or whatever. Sure. Yeah, I didn't like that. Hmm. Orton doesn't really need the win here, and neither does the Fiend. Neither one of them really needs the win. I think this is going to be something about Alexa Bliss on this one. Ooh. Hey, man, she has done she has mm. done wonders with this character and with this whole angle. I mean, between her and Randy, I've said this before. Randy's done his best work in the last year and a bit. So um, I think we see the Fiend get the win, but everybody wins because you know. It's just they're three amazing talents. Uh, yeah, the fiend. Uh, but interesting how they're gonna whether they're gonna drop the ball after this with him because it just keeps kind of seem to be getting reset. He needs something really good. Fiend, Damien Priest, yeah, down the road that could be a good one. All right, uh, we're getting into the, the meat and potatoes here. New day, AJ Styles, almost, almost, Amos. Go ahead, Krima. Um. There's obviously been tension between AJ Styles and his and almost. So I, I feel like maybe the new day gets another third partner. I don't know. Interesting. Ooh, I didn't even think of that. I'm uh, I'm I, gonna I, go and let me go one sec, mate. I'm gonna uh, go the other way with that. I'm gonna say it's a it's a new it's a new day uh loss with AJ and Amos with um uh, the breakup of the new day it's mm. you don't like you don't like i think I they're gonna like lose the time i think they're gonna lose the titles i think they're gonna lose the titles yeah. you got you got uh yeah I, I think i think we need a, a kofi uh a kofi uh heel again uh, i'm ready for I that think, uh i think i schmoz it's i i don't think there's nobody wins here I think this is good. <laughs> really. I this is this is probably the 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 weakest of the tag matches in in the long. It's just lazy booking. It's, it's lazy, lazy. There's no reason. This is just getting AJ on on the show because they they didn't come up with anything better. Do you think he and had something to do with the, that? No, no. I no. I just think it's they. I've just heard they people him being a little pushy. They're punishing. They're punishing him for having a Older. twitch. <laughs> nah, 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 nothing like that. I honestly, I, I just, it's, it's meh, it's meh. Does that mean AJ to uh, AEW? No, <laughs> Michael. Anyways, uh, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. We know where you want to be there, Grima. <laughs> on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna say Bianca. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's due. Yeah, Sasha Banks. Mike? That's the man. What do you think, Mike? Or, that's man. Yeah. <laughs> My heart says the EST wins, but the business side of me says there's money in the chase. So I think Sasha wins. No, I was going to say that I say the Mandalorian's going to win <laughs> just because yeah, Sasha wins to, to stretch this out a little bit more. And uh, I think it'll make the eventual win that much sweeter. Yeah. So I don't even know who I, I just know Sasha Banks. I don't know if, anything about it, but. Uh, Bianca Belair, Disney's she's gonna be like, no, dynamite. Sasha's gonna win. Sasha, we'll get put Sasha in because we, we got go. the whole Mandalorian spinoff coming off there, and the Boba Fett, and you know she's gonna be back in there. <laughs> Lashley, Drew McIntyre, interesting one. Lashley, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Drew was the biggest thing in the world last year. Now having to chase back with but twenty five thousand fans, but I don't, I don't like the title change yet. What do you like, Karima? If they take it away from Lashley, I feel like it was too short of a reign and it's mm-hmm. like disrespectful to him. Mm-hmm. So I don't see how they do that. But then McIntyre was carrying a lot and 
they took the title from him in kind of a disrespectful way. So I don't know. I don't know. Mike, what do you think here? Uh, I'm going to go on a real big limb here and say that this whole Hurt Business breakup was all just a, a big ruse. ruse. Yeah, 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 and yeah. that the almighty Bobby Lashley uh, gets a little help from Cedric and Shelton. Uh, I would love to see Leo Rush come back and be Bobby's mouthpiece again. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think Bobby uh, and Drew Drew did a great job during COVID time. But I mean, Bobby is he's a beast. Is does somebody get uh, introed here to uh, if the hurt business is there a part B to this where the hurt business doesn't actually show up and they just do that program on the side afterwards or maybe they turn on Lashley again for for Drew but I'm saying like is there somebody else that comes in here that actually interferes oh. on behalf of the of the hurt of Lashley and actually it starts a program with Drew and that person down the road. Is there somebody we're not thinking about that's due to come back right now? Is there somebody that could jump into here and absolutely, you know? Well, that, they tried that with King Corbin. Yeah, but that. And, I mean, <laughs> it's just, uh, okay, so we don't know where that's going. I, I'm going to call it. Uh, I'm saying a Lashley win here. Okay, okay. last one. Uh, last one of the uh, here. Uh, just in time the for Chris's event. return. The main <laughs> event. Sorry. The main, the main event. event. Edge. Daniel Bryan. Roman Reigns. Uh, Michael, you got skin in the game here, so let's go, Karima. I want Edge to win. <laughs> yes, we do. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> now, why do you want Edge to win? Not Why do you want Edge to win? I feel like, okay, so he came back to chase the title, and that's precisely mm-hmm. what he's done. So now this is the moment to take it back. Um, you know, there will be other moments, sure, but this is a WrestleMania moment. Um and then I think also, you know, he, he's good on the mic always, regardless. But with the belt, he just is a little more troll. And so I'm, I'm hoping that that's... We're going edge with Karima. Mike, give us the non-friend opinion here. <sighs> okay. All right. So let me let me say that um, the other day, uh, I I got to see a piece of uh, video um, that's going to be airing later this week. And... It is probably, and I said, it's probably the greatest promo I have seen the boy do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is with Paul Heyman. Oh, it is, wow. It is, it is mind-blowing how good it is. And after watching that, it makes me want Edge to win. More, right, yeah. But... Uh, I I I think you, you got to stick with Roman Reigns. The the like he's he's on fire. He is the guy that's gonna take it down the road. My my personal feeling is that no matter what happens, Daniel Bryan takes the fall. Either Edge becomes the ultimate opportunist again, and uh, you know after Roman Reigns chokes Daniel Bryan out, Edge spears him and then pins Daniel Bryan. Doesn't pin Roman Reigns. Or the opposite. Uh, do you edge... know something that we don't know, Mike? I do not. No, okay. and this is, and I've said this I have before. to throw that out there, right? <laughs> I have said this before. Uh, I I have always like if when it comes to knowing stuff, and, and Adam's always been good. Like I don't want to know. I want to be surprised. Even with his whole Royal Rumble return, mm. I had no idea what was going to go on and how it was going to happen because I did. I wanted to be surprised. So I, I say, I say with absolute, you know, 
no no prior knowledge um i i think d- there is no scenario where daniel bryan doesn't get pinned because a it will further roman and edge solo down the line and then open up daniel bryan to work with maybe jay uso like if jimmy uso comes back maybe it's daniel bryan teaming up with um uh who was it that just got uh shinsuke nakamura I could see Shinsuke and Daniel Bryan against the Usos, and then you leave Roman and Edge. But man, I, I think it's talking smack. I think it's the talking smack after mm. SmackDown this week. Uh, Edge, Paul Heyman. Cool. Wow. I'm a huge ECW right. fan. Wow. So. Okay, this is interesting. I had we predicted this before Christian left and went to AEW. <laughs> I had a whole I had a whole thing laid out. You I did even have sent, a whole. Thing I sent it to Adam, and I'm like, what? Mm. Couldn't you talk to somebody? I have a great thing here. <laughs> Anyways, I had him not winning and having the chase all next year when we're back in a stadium full of 70,000 people. Oh, and then they yeah. both win. That's out the window now. Yeah. So to your point, Karima, yes, the, cha- the, 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 the idea of him coming back and getting the belt. I like that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. However, I still think it's a year early. And I still think he's got to chase it another year. But he not gonna, he's not going. Is he not going to? I feel because I've always thought that this year was like because the way it's kind of going and the, 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 the just the way that's going. To Mike's point, Roman, they've gotten behind him. The fans were against him, then back in, and now they're booing him like a real heel. So he's actually in that zone of of like respect now. That that booed heel respect. I think. Mm. Honestly, I don't know if there's this Roman like hate now. I think it's like, yeah, we like him as a bad guy. Personally, from what I'm seeing, I think to just further that legacy that they've started with him, I think Roman goes over. So, but mm-hmm. if Edge is staying with WWE for a whole year, does that mean he's not? He can't commit to a movie or do any, a TV show? Well, he or? he did. A, I mean, Mike can touch on the deal length that he did, but I think it's pretty long, anyways. I'm surprised they don't think, bring him back into DC because he was actually a DC character. You know, yeah, Adam Smasher. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. think he's. I think it's going to be. I think there's going to be some fuckery there, and I think, um, I think Roman goes over, but I think it. At the end of the day, we have three guys in the ring that were all basically retired and out of the business mm-hmm. due to injury. Well, and this is this is the underlying. So everyone wins regardless yeah. of it. I mean, you know what I mean. But but this is probably the only match that has had an actual story mm-hmm. that's been compelling. Even with adding Daniel Bryan to it, which I wasn't a huge fan at first, but I think the three of them are going to make good things happen. And, and they've they've managed to sort of craft an interesting story. But yeah, like at, at the heart of it, you know, Roman with beating leukemia, you've got Daniel Bryan coming back from his, his uh, you know, neck injury career ending. You've got Edge coming back from his. So three guys who um, I was watching an interview with, uh, Adam and Arda Ocal, uh, another uh, friend friend of the show mm. here, um, they were talking about this, and and even Adam said, uh, you know, it's amazing to think that even two years ago, if you would have said that these three guys were going to be in the main event at WrestleMania, yeah, it's not going to happen. So like that part of the story alone is is compelling, but the way they've sort of crafted it, and I love how Edge has kind of got back into his, mm. you know. Radar superstar, you know that kind of mean. Which of- leads me to believe it's too early. And I, and uh, but Kareem, I love your point. I love him as a he- if he's going to be heel. I love him as a heel champion. It's like come on, fuckers. I love that side of it. But there's a, just a tiny part of me, 
And I, so, so Adam, I, Adam, forgive me for this. I, I know, I know the, the comeback has been forever and I understand it, but perhaps it's still a year early. I, well, he's going to get it before he, before he packs it in again. And I'm maybe. just wondering if that story build, that story builds to that. Either way, I'm happy with actually any outcome here because yeah. it's going to lead to amazing stories. So, but, but you know, the, the old, the old, sort of old school way of, of booking a show is you, you always send the home, you send the fans home happy. And the only real happy way that you send the fans home is with the yes, yes, yes. I just don't see Daniel Bryan. I, I, I just don't see it. But I remember how the other one mania ended when Rollins cashed in, no one saw that coming and then True. he cashed it and that came out of nowhere. So who knows? Anyways, that's the quick, quickest WrestleMania recap we could possibly do. At the real main event, Stone Cold Chris Jericho. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Chris Jericho. Big boom. That's yeah. going to be incredible. That's going to be amazing. And kudos to, I, I started a ruckus on one of those, one of those, uh, the, my buddy John Canton runs the wrestling, uh, the John Report wrestling out of London. And mm. it's a really busy wrestling site. And somebody was doing something. And I posted just I, I, what I touched on before. I said, furthering my my theory that Vince owns a small piece <laughs> of AEW. AEW. Yeah. And everyone went fucking crazy that's on me. Such like, a great, <laughs> that's such a great comic book Marvel type theory, right? Like, yeah, oh I got God. it going. And I'm like, he it's going to come out. Up. If there's going to be some big thing in 30 everything. years from now when when wrestling's over, like when they, they it finally ends. It's finally like, no one's watching it anymore. It's all over. And here's what you need to know. <laughs> yes. It's like opening up the alien file. all along. Yeah, it's yeah, opening right. all along. Had, Brett, oh, Brett and Vince were in on it. Number I two. I had money in ECW. That's no, right. No. Um, I, I, <laughs> I liked what uh, I liked what CM Punk had tweeted out earlier in the week saying that it just goes to show that Vince fears AEW not because mm -hmm. the fact that he is he's cool with this and I'm sure it's probably going to be skewed very WWE I mean let's face it Chris Jericho had a pretty lengthy career in the WWE that you could do an entire Broken Skull session strictly on I think AEW will be a part of it uh, I don't think they'll shy away from it but I I'm pretty sure that you know Vince made fairly clear that it's you know we can talk about it but yeah. let's not let's how, not linger how old on is it vince now what is he how old is vince now i think he's 81 it, it, I think I, he's imagine 81. having a conversation with him now would be just like what because he's well, he's austin so busy by text. what's that what's that like it was by text on austin's like are you sure that's okay and vince is like thumbs up God damn it, pal! Yeah, I gotta yeah, say, yeah. like a conversation with Vince now would probably be pretty, it, like person to person, would probably be a pretty odd one at this point in time. Hey, man, there there was video that was released of him working out and mm -hmm. doing like some crazy squat mm -hmm. with an insane amount of of weight, and it's like, man, that dude is like he can still lift, and love him or hate him, like at the at the end of it all, like he's a smart guy when it comes to you know business i just hate the way he shuts our videos down mike like especially that <laughs> but that one of yours that was your personal moment like, like i was happy for you not like anybody in the wwf yeah. oh we've got a lawyer on here and now they shut Prima? us down yeah. in the morning they did so they we, we, get we, we, get we like, like just things for mike and he was in these videos and vince shut yeah. us down like within hours man it was i it so, wasn't so, vince it was vince's people let me have it mike let me have it <laughs> just just let me have it mike I don't want to be mad Chris, at the wrestlers. I don't want to Chris, be mad at any of them. Chris, you've got some questions. 
about- you've got some questions for you've got a couple of wrestling questions for Mike, and then we, and then we're getting down to the end here. So. Oh yeah, well these are oh just these, they're kind of long ones. Do you want to? How do you want to do this? Well, like Mike, let's Mike do can it. go in depth on a few of these questions. Well, we got we got wrestling questions in general here, Kareem. Let's see if you can get in on these well, two. Uh, no, because these are personal. No, I no offense. This is Mike. Like these are like for Mike because it's like oh good. Well, who should we go to to listen? Oh, actually, okay. So check this out. Do, uh, so, do you listen to anybody on YouTube, Kareem, that uh, that does uh, like uh, wrestling reviews or anything like that? Um, no, I, I follow the, the subreddit, um, squared circle. That okay, well, that, squared that, circle. That's kind of nice. like the question I was asking. So what nice. I was, my, my big question, cause I like Brian Zane and, and I like Hannibal and I was just curious who, who you wrestling fans nowadays got your info from. Cause like, I miss everything. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll be watching something or I'll be teaching or doing something else or working on a page and then I got to get caught up. So I go to these certain guys for reviews and interviews on things. So I was just wondering who, who you guys go to. Busted Open for me. Busted Open daily as a, because they do a daily podcast and it's Bully Ray and and your buddy Tom, oh, Tommy Tom. Dreamer. Tom, it's your buddy Tommy Dreamer. Tommy. It's Bully Ray. Tommy. They bring those guys in and I'm like, Tommy. listen, Tommy. I don't, you know, if there's, there's probably not too many people smarter than Bully, than Bubba Ray. So like if he's in on something then I want to know what he thinks. ECW, so ECW. I'm in on, I'm in on all that. So for me, it's that. And then I read. Um, John Canton, I think his page is the wrestling, the John report is fantastic. They do really great. When I, I'm touring and I can't sorry. watch Raw, I read everything. It's yeah, I find it hard to watch the whole thing or I don't have time for it or mm. I have it on in the background. Right. So I was just, yeah. Yeah. They break it down. Karima, what do you, do you do to Reddit? Do you watch anything else or do you read anything to get caught up on wrestling? Um, yeah, how do you get you your know, wrestling info? I rarely read it. Cause that like just compiles all of those different sources for me. Right. Mm. Nice. So that's, yeah. that's. My I almost bought. I that almost would be bought the pro, lawyer way to do it too, industry. right? It's just a, there's your info. We got it. We're in. We're out. Because you can work for me. And then yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the squared circles. The squared circle uh, subreddit is it's it's phenomenal. It's, it's yeah. It's it's really good. Let's Reddit. Four one one mania dot com. I I tend to back in the day. Um, I think it was Scott Keith used to do uh, the net net cop rants. I think that's, that was his name. He used to do all the uh, pay-per-view reviews with stars, the, you know, three stars. Um, there's a guy now that does it, uh, Tony Acero. He does the, uh, pay-per-view reviews. Um, uh, there was another guy, um, I have to look it up. Okay, hold that. Raja, Raja Raja WWF.com has been around since like 90. So the other question I was going to mention, if we move on. So Karima, a wrestler that you can't stand. I hate, I could never stand Captain Lou Albano. You know the guy with the, <laughs> with the elastics in his face. I couldn't. So names anybody. So that just there must be a wrestler that you just he's on the screen or she, and you want to turn the channel. It's like that song you hate, right? When that band comes on the radio, you change the channel. You know this is. I don't want to be mean to anybody. No, but that, I know. I know. Right. But- I. I really don't like Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> nice. I dig that. I beat the crap out of him on my video game regularly. I get that. I get that. Mike? This is okay. a I mean, he was yeah. be a nice person. I don't know. No, but I get the same thing. Like, I just, uh, do you remember Captain Lou Albano? He came up with Cindy Lauper, like, back mm-hmm. at this WrestleMania 1. Yeah. He, he had, like, elastics in his face. He would pin them in there, and he's a big chubby guy. And I don't know. I just, I never understood why everybody liked him. I just didn't, I couldn't wrap my Characters. Around back then, it was all about characters. And Kip Sabian. I don't like Kip Sabian from ECW or uh, sorry AEW. Kip Sabian, no. Um, 
I did, uh, oh, if you stuttering yeah. might come on me and spit it out, buddy. <laughs> that just pains me. Uh, <laughs> the Miz tends to do that to me. Really? Wow. Um, okay. But I like I like Miz. And he's doing it Have right, Have you met isn't him, Mike? He? Have you met the Miz? Uh, I've, met, I've met Miz. Yeah, Have you had know, a beer with him or anything like that kind of thing? No, or? no. Just, okay. He was, yeah, he's good dude. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but just strictly if I'm watching, uh, yeah, Miz or uh, Baron Corbin, which also mm. sucks because I remember Baron Corbin in NXT and and he was like, he was cool when he first came up and, right. you know, the, the audience would count from the time the bell rang, they would count and he would beat his opponents within like, you know, wow. 30, but they would count down his wins uh, and the, like, but he's... For for all the hate that everybody has, like they say, there's you know there's good heat and there's bad heat. Mm-hmm. I think it's good heat. Like if you hate him because he's really he's he's generating an emotion. Yeah. I just I I just I'm no, tired. I'm more beyond that. I'm the point. Like, uh, we we've discussed Kip Sabian. Click. How I just think Kip Sabian sucks. And I, the other thing was like, uh, uh, yeah, Captain Lou. I just didn't get why people wanted to see him on TV. Like his demeanor, everything. I just is. Uh, you got to watch. You got to watch Captain Lou from the seventies and eighties. Oh, I, I have Mike. No, I have. Like, yeah. I have the whole thing. I just, he's just one of those guys. I never, ah, I Captain never, Lou. Yeah, yeah no. I never. I want to hit him. I just never liked him. <laughs> reach in there and then he did then his he job. I know. No, but I just beyond that. No, there's guys that I've I've disliked, and mm-hmm. it was cool. Like the Iron Sheik, man. You hated the Iron Sheik, but at the same time, you know. He seemed like Sheaky a rad baby. dude, right? You know what I mean? Like back <laughs> yeah. in the day, back in the day. But yeah, no, I, I really dislike Kip Sabian and Captain Lil I'm just getting the tweet <laughs> right. Grima hates Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> there you go, more. I I one of the best sellers. One of the best sellers in the business, though. One of the best. Oh, sellers. Yeah. No one alone. sold. You're never alone. No one sold that U.S. title win from Zach uh, better than him, right? That was a big thing. All right, so that's the rest. Of, you got another one, Chris? Or are we wrapped? No, we're good, man. That's good. We're at our All time right. limit we're here. Good. I think, believe we did but, our hour and a half, man. They're gonna, there we are. Yeah. The name that be I, coming in here and saying, hey. Enough of the wrestling nerd going. talk. No. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the name that I, 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 I feel bad that I didn't remember, uh, columnist, his name was Larry Zonka. He oh, was yeah. with 411 Mania. He passed away uh, last year. Uh, I loved reading. And he was actually uh, one of the sketches that I wrote for season one of the ENC show was based on a meme that he would always refer to uh, in his columns when when it was something nonsensical that happened on Raw. And it was a mm. picture of Vince, and it was, the meme was, why? Because fuck you, that's why. <laughs> and so Ooh, I had written, <laughs> and and I, I loved that. And so I, I wrote this opening sketch for, for Jay, who did an amazing Vince McMahon. Uh, and it was it was a, a press conference with a whole bunch of uh, internet journalists and and, and you know nerds uh, asking them all these you know sort of questions that were all real smart mark type things and and his answer was why I'll tell you why because fuck, fuck you, you that's know. why <laughs> so uh, and, and that was because that's from Larry's columns and and what he used to he used to it. do that meme so do you, do you watch like Brian Zane at all do you watch Brian Zane at all. I don't know. Okay. I don't. I I really don't follow a whole lot of online okay. aside from that. And Hannibal, and that Hannibal dude no. who who had uh, uh, he Hannibal got, TV. Yeah, yeah, he got screwed up from uh, the oh, what was his name there? Oh, Abdullah uh, the butcher. Uh, Abdullah the butcher. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure because those, now, those guys are deep. We're going. Man. We're going very. That, meta that's a now. whole other episode. Sorry, yeah. we're isn't it, Mike? Is that Mike? Yeah. Is that not a whole other episode? Those two guys, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a dark side of the ring episode at some point. One, I bet it will, so. buddy. Yep. Karima, um, 
I want to, uh, you're, you got a podcast coming out and a few things. Can you uh, walk us through what your plans are here coming up? I want to, uh, outside of the wrestling talk, what's happening with Karima? Yeah. Um, okay. So it, it's something of a variety show. I'm still working out the, the notion, but I, I do um, editorial comics um, on sort of topical news Very items. good. We're going to show some of them on here, actually. We've been looking at them on the side screen here. Awesome. Good job. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so the idea is to do a deeper dive um, because, you know, I, I will sometimes scratch the surface on an issue, um, but there's sort of stuff you don't know that maybe you should know. Um, and mm. so that's the, the idea or the theme um, of the, of the show, the program. I'm hoping to bring people who are um, experts and kind of break it down in a way that um, is not academic, um, but functional uh so so that's that's the objective um and yeah it's going to be uh filmed uh, at 420 cannabis court which is uh, in the summer it works as an open air comedy show we'll see what happens with covid um but i'm hoping to to get some funny people on there as well that sounds great hey I'll, awesome. i'm a funny dude i will be on your show anytime you want i'm a comic book <laughs> artist and i was just gonna say if you ever i like uh I, I was looking at your stuff here if you ever need any like classic marvel type artwork I am your guy. I am All your right, guy. noted. But I would love to be on your show too. I invite me on there. I like to it's chat. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I, that I like sounds it. Great. That gonna sounds go. Really you're cool. gonna give us an example, Grima. Give us an example of what we don't know. Of what we don't know that we need to know. Exactly. Like where you're like, all right, did you know? Okay. I, I mean, okay. So uh, this is is the first one that comes to my mind. I don't know if it's the best example, but anyway, we'll roll with it. Hmm. Um, okay. So long-term care facilities. Um, okay, we know that they were very hard hit with COVID deaths, um, but do we know how they are regulated in the province of Ontario? Mm. And I don't think a lot of people understand that there's a distinction between um, public long-term care facilities and privatized ones. Mm. Um, and if you look at the stats, it's the privatized homes that have really uh, suffered the most and who privatized those homes and who is benefiting and you know, the government has passed a piece of legislation that effectively shields these people from any sort of liability if they've made an honest effort, which is a pretty like, that's a pretty nonsensical and vague threshold. Um, so that's, that's an example where I'd want to do a deeper dive into, um, you know, like I say, the regulatory framework, but also the day to day, like what is happening in our long term care facilities. Now, when Karina sinks her teeth into this thing, she went out Randy Hillier the other day on Dean's show, and it was fantastic. Yeah, that and was then, a good show, It was dude. great. <laughs> she went at him, and he was like, oh, do, 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 do. and show. then, my parents, you know, that's them. My parents love, sorry, my parents were going, oh, they came over for dinner the other night, and they went on and on about that show. And they usually don't talk about the network I'm on, but man, they were like, woo, yeah, it's great. It's like that guy. Yeah, you went, so I can't wait to see more like of that, that Karina, even well, though that, I'm, I'm sure you're that's something that deserves a deep dive as well and actually kind of stemming from that i attended his rally in brantford because you know he claimed to not be aware of a lot of the things i was talking about and i think he was lying good for you you gotta expose that crap yeah good for you yeah just so you know not everybody in brantford <laughs> is <laughs> what you saw nothing against <laughs> no no just you just come saying. to kingston we're all like, just just saying. <laughs> just saying there's there's a whole whole other side of the city Wow, Kareem, I can't wait for the rest of it. I know that you're looking at <laughs> yeah. naming, naming it soon. My vote, of course, is Karima Karima. 
but uh, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. But she's got a poll up there. You guys can go to Karima's Twitter page, which oh, people can cool. find we'll you where. That. Yeah, yes, you can find me at Karima Rules, C A R Y M A R U L E S on Twitter, and just my name on all of the other platforms, Karima Sad. Awesome. We, awesome. We just followed that today, Brent. So yeah. we are, we are go in vote. And we will share. Go vote awesome. and help Karima pick a name. And thanks for coming by. Well, and thanks talking so much for coming wrestling. on the show. We really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. And showing off the and showing off the hardware oh, there. You gotta love like we got a great showing off the gold. We got a great photo op out of that though. Except we all got gold <laughs> except for Brent. Well, I have the we'll Photoshop phone, it on I got, there. I got, no, I got my, the gold. Lonnie will thing. Photoshop some gold on there, buddy. You'll be great. <laughs> Michael, uh, the, the the question of the week. <laughs> Where else can we find you? Oh, everywhere. Nowhere. Bar. I'm, I'm a... On the air, I am the air. <laughs> Johnny Fever. I saw Cineplex. Uh, Cineplex sent you out again, and that went to about another 100,000 people. You should just start a podcast, uh, Mike. Oh. Well, Dude, I, I, I just I, say the things you say at theaters. People just kick back, and they'll play it before they watch shameless. movies. It's so shameless because I'm I'm terrible at social media and 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 it's I think it part of it's my age and part of it's like I just I don't care like the whole likes thing but it it is pretty interesting to see how um, how just a video of doing just that uh, affected and you know a bunch of people to sort of like oh yeah that's cool and you know I'm like but no I am your guy man you're the guy that I'm disciplines so people not, at movies yeah. Yeah, hey man, I'm just I'm just trying to spread the spread the Cineplex love, man. Because you're saying what everybody else wants <laughs> uh, to say I, to people. I want I I want <laughs> to be back in a theater. I'm the I'm so I want to see Black Widow in the theater. Yeah, me too. I want to see movies on a big screen. It's you know uh, that's I want that. And uh, and you know, hey, Cineplex, they've they've been they've been good to me. They've they've helped me uh, become part of the Canadiana vernacular and, and the Urban is. Dictionary. So it's all it's part all of good. Canadian entertainment. But there's Mike. That's Ask Mike me. B, our sometimes uh, co-host. It is episode twenty-five of the Kids on the Escalator yeah. podcast. Mike's wow. been along for a whole bit. Karima, you're welcome to come back any single time. Yeah, you definitely. Definitely. And hang out. If you need uh, some, co- some guests, even a drop by for a couple minutes, we're in. We're in. Oh yeah, Support don't get Chris. We haven't even gotten into the weed thing, and that's up in oh, that yeah, corner. Oh yeah, I had my so hat on and go. everything. Yeah, my daughter works at the <laughs> local uh, cannabis store as well. But I had my but hat see, on it, it's cool yeah. because Karima is going to bring the steak to the to the Blundell Network, and mm-hmm. we will still just be the the egg sizzle. That's <laughs> right. Sizzle it up. Uh, we're going to, uh, Chris and I'll finish up. You guys, thank you so much you. for coming on. Guys, and, uh, pleasure as always. Anytime. Thank Bye. you. Peace and love, my friends. Take care. Bye. Episode 25. Wow. That's like a lot of stuff. That's a lot of shows. It's good. Though. That's a lot of shows. That's a lot of shows, man. That's a lot of, a lot of, I mean, we've been, you know, that's a lot of views. That's been a lot of, a lot of guests. It's a lot of good we times, do. man. Like we, we're going to have to do like a tweet where we like, just like, we drop names and we shout mm. out all the guests because man, I was going through it in my head the other night and it was like, damn, actually, no, I was talking to my neighbor about, uh, uh, and he's hopefully listening to this podcast cause he's been listening lately. Yeah. His name's Andrew. He lives next Hi, door. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew runs uh, a gym out of his garage. I think I've mentioned him to you, Brent, and he's a fitness trainer. He trains people. So Andrew, hope you're listening, buddy. Hey buddy. You're a new train listener. Us. You're yeah, train you're Chris. There. 
Chris Morrison training. No, no. Now, get Taylor yeah. over there, not me. Not my, my, <laughs> uh, we joke, though, because he'll be out there with his buddies lifting weights and stuff, and I'll be cutting the lawn, drinking a beer, and I'm like, nah, man. And he'll joke, come over and try this. Like, nope, this is my exercise right here. We just, Chris has got a new nickname. It's called 50 Burpees Chris. I 50 got- Burpees, and that's burping after beer. But the <laughs> biggest and the best news, you know, man, like, call Huey Lewis, because I got some news. I did it right yeah. time. Like, Skeletron is going to printing. We're, we're good. We're good to go. The funny thing is, is that I have the, yeah, we're good to go for 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 uh, the normal copy. I have, still have the only, the only ash can. It's mini, right? It's a little copy. And I've been really doing a lot of publicity about it lately. And I've been sharing it with a lot of comic people. Um, and they love it. They actually, so a lot of questions I'm getting is, why is this, why is this different than Marvel Comics or D? Why is this different than Batman? Why is this different than Spider-Man? Okay. Different how? Exactly, right? Like, here, here's how Skeletron is different from Batman and Spider-Man, two of the biggest comics in the world. There is no Peter Parker. There is no Bruce Wayne. And I'll tell you what, my friend. You get a Spider-Man comic, and it's all Peter Parker, and you feel ripped off. I do. You get all right. Comic. Dude, I, this is Skeletron. Skeletron is Skeletron 24-7. There's no mm. Peter Parker. There's no Bruce Wayne. There's no... I akin it, again, to The Walking Dead. Now, there's no superheroes in Walking Dead, but they're on 24-7, right? Like, mm. there's no... Like, like Rick Grimes, man. Like, he doesn't turn it off. He's Rick Grimes 24-7. Now, the thing that the comic readers are, are not liking these days is that comics are 30 pages long. You're paying 7 bucks for it. And you're getting like 15 pages of, of really real action and what you want to see. Everybody's, uh, this goes back to our buddy last week for Indie Music mm-hmm. Week. What a great Darryl, gentleman. Yeah. Um, Dale Hurts. Yep. Dale Hurts. And I mentioned it to Taylor. And she's like, oh my God, man. Like, wow, you had him on the show? He gets it. Breaking songs mm-hmm. down to 30, 30 second songs, half a minute songs. You know what I mean? And, and my daughter was the one that turned me on. And was like, yeah, that's like, this guy knows, man. Like, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of doing the same with my comic book. There's no downtime, man. Like, it's like, you're not going to flip a page and find, and now he's going to college and he has trouble with his girlfriend. To me, that, that's bullshit. My biggest problem with the new Spider-Man movies is when he's in school. And I get it. I get it. You're appealing to the younger audience they want to see. And I've had this discussion with lots of kids, teenagers, younger kids, because I'm a teacher as well as a comic book artist. And Mm. they're like, oh, I really liked Spider-Man. And I liked when they went to school. Whereas I'm like a seasoned vet, read forever. No, I don't. I I don't want to see that. So this is for the readers who have been reading for a long time and want to see action. They, they, they. Get to it. Do it. Let yeah. me see it. Great, great art. Great, you know, like, boom, man. Bam. Totally. Classic. And you got there on Patreon, which is amazing, which means people are following, I did. supporting, and I got, liking. Dude, amazing. Shout out to you. Shout out to Betty. Shout out to Gary and Dorothy. Those are my top tiers right there. Mm-hmm. And thank you Support very much. Support the cause. And th- there's and, uh, more too, but like, those are the big ones, right? Yeah. Um, but we did it, and I'm very excited. I can actually tell people now that I am a comic book artist again. And the funny thing is, Brent, is you know me for a long time, right? So I went to the Joe Kubert School, and I took about a decade off, and I played in a band. I am now back to where I was. Like, dude, did you see the new Joker uh, Batgirl picture I did? Yeah. I studied all week to do that. So what I did, mm-hmm. you're never, this is the beauty about being a musician or an artist. You're never too old to learn. So what I did is I took the week. And, and it's funny, too, because you'll notice, because I won't be on social media a lot. You won't hear from me. And I'm studying. And what I did was I got my comic books out, and I went through the ones that sucked. 
And I looked at the art from the 90s when it was oversaturated. Okay. And I looked at that art. And then I grabbed like John Byrne stuff, who Ken and I bonded on over our comic yeah. book podcast, right? Yeah. The pod, Todd McFarlane. I'm, and I'm, I'm studying for a week. I'm just sitting there looking, going, why does this suck? And why is this good? And I'll tell you, buddy, I, I, at the end of the week, I was like, okay. I said to my wife, what should I draw? Like, give me something. Because you can't pick your own, right? After, after studying, you should really ask. If, if you're studying music, studying drawing, studying anything, ask somebody to pick something to do to test mm. yourself. Don't pick it yourself, man. So Lonnie said to me, I want to see Batgirl and Joker. And I was like, okay. It started out more Batgirl than Joker, but man, doing that Joker's face, right? Oh, my God. So, but, and, and I hit another plateau. And the funny thing is, is that I posted it, and I got twice as many likes, twice as many views. So it worked. You know what I mean? You're like, so you're never too old to learn when you're in the entertainment industry. I can't suggest that for accounting or anything because I'm not never stop. You never stop. It never. Listen, okay, I get cool. asked all the time about shows and all the rest of it. And um, I talked I, I talked last week um, to a bunch of students at Durham College. And they're nice. all like, oh, you know, you did this, you did that. I'm like, I've got a, th here's the thing. I've got a theory about what I do for a living, but I think it applies to absolutely every single profession. Mm -hmm. If you set goals for yourself and you go and achieve those goals, it's going to be a work to get there. Now, some people are lucky. Some people, let's, some people get the funding and they can go right through school and they by 25, 25 years old, they're, 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 they, they hit it. But, you some know, people have families who are just like, oh no, go ahead. Yeah, go totally. Ahead. But the grinders, the people grinding, you know, we talked I about like it with, that term with Adam and all these with, with being at WrestleMania six Dude, and then get, me like, and you, yeah, this, like, yeah, you and I, like we, our, our I've kids. slept on couches, like everything is going through the thing. So I'm talking to the kids at Durham college and they're like, what was your favorite show? Or when did you know that uh, we were, I like to tell the story, but when, when did you make it? And I think we talked about this a little while ago. When do you either make it as an artist yep. or wake, make it as a musician or whatever? So when I had Pearl jam the first time at, um, or, uh, it was Pearl Jam at um, uh, the Air Canada Center mm -hmm. at the time. And uh, it was 20, it was Pearl Jam 20. So that was their big movie. It was during the film festival. I'm sitting there. Uh, it's my show. You know, everybody's there. Um, and uh, Woody Harrelson's there and Neil Young. Everyone's just kind of hanging out. And it's this giant party and Pearl Jam are just killing it. And I'm like doing an arena show with one of my favorite bands in my hometown, mm -hmm. in my home arena. And but I live on the other side of the country, so it was kind of like I came home to do this show, and I'm like, I made it. Yeah, my definition of making it, right? Mm -hmm. But all it meant was I made it to this level, yeah, which is the top of this level, but it's the bottom of the next yeah. level. Made it to the top of this staircase. So I had, I had seven minutes to go, I made it. Well, you know what, Brent? That, that would to actually this level that, to that, this would, level. that would be a really oh, and I'm offline again. Oh, you can hear me. I though, see right? it. I okay. can hear you. Um, that would be a great show. That would be a really good show. We should get Dean on for that one too, because I'd like to hear how he made it up to what he's doing as well. Um, yeah, you know what? That yeah, was me. There's I, some, I keep there's some a cord here, and I keep cutting. That's your cord and your thing, and it's in your in your thing. But um, you know, I I've had a series of those moments where it's like, you know, I hit Wembley. Like I got a picture of Wembley. I've got things of significance on my wall that I've I've hit. But it was like just because I did Wembley. That was a dream of mine to do Wembley, mm -hmm. but I have done what, you know, I've done a hundred stadiums now, but yeah. someone else has done 500 and right. someone else has done a thousand. I've done a, you know, well, probably closer to 150 or 200 now over the yeah. course of the last little bit. But Wembley was my, I got to do Wembley to, to tag it off the list, but I've done more historic things 
I've done more, but these were just personal things for me. Yeah. Madison Square Garden, Wembley. And then, you know, so, but they're all big things, moments for me, but they were all the bottom or the top of one level and the bottom of the next level. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle now. So I've kind of, because I'm, I'm going between both, but there's always somebody that does it bigger and better. Oh, well, so just because I that, do yeah, a stadium show with, I'm doing a stadium show. I'm just saying, just because it's, I'm doing a stadium show with 35,000 people, someone's going to do a stadium show with 85,000 people. Mm-hmm. So there's levels. So you just got to keep going. And that's, you've never stopped looking at that. No, well, nobody, I've never stopped. The biggest thing that anybody succeeds, their first advice is don't listen to anyone. Cause it like the biggest, if, if anybody is criticizing what you're doing, that like why are they looking at your life anyway that 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 makes them look pathetic to me mm-hmm. it's like wow you're really taking time out well, of most what of you're... the time will... it doesn't make sense right so but... you know how it is. it's it's the classic it's the classic like well, it's you jealousy don't do that. it's jealousy but i'm just saying like i, I would bet that. that if we got a group of four people or two other people on our show like dean and somebody else was successful in, in what they wanted to do not like, well, I'm doing this, I'm mm-hmm. making a lot of money, but I don't like it. They would all say, I bet one of the first things they would say was don't listen to the haters. Don't listen to anybody who tells you not to do it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm now officially a comic book artist. I'm, I've, I've switched from, I went from musician mm-hmm. to teacher to like, now I could, I could technically hire people to do comic books, you know? Um, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually considering sending out some portfolios to uh, my buddies out in Captain Canuck, I I, I kind of got the urge to do like another issue, so I'm, I'm kind of thinking about diving back in there and maybe sending some of my portfolios yeah. out to GI Joe, like some of like Mar- Mar- not Marvel. Marvel actually don't take submissions anymore, Brent. They don't. They uh, you can't send submissions to Marvel anymore. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, we've I done don't, two I mean, hours. I, I, the funny thing is, is I don't even know. I mean, how does that even work? I mean, we oh, know yeah. we talked to Daryl last week about bands and musicians. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is like somebody like yourself, that's like an amazing artist. But I'm like, what, you know, to what we just talked about. Sure, you put out a comic book, but how do you get your stuff to DC and Marvel and have well, it? I got image, image above everybody else. Im- See, I'm, I'm taking know? the Walking Dead uh, plan. Um, Image Comics is basically still an independent company. They have Spawn, Todd yeah. McFarlane, man, the Todd father. Like that's, he's he's like mm. an, an art, artistic god to me. I named my character after him, Todd Kirby, right? Um, yeah. So Image is the one that I want to go to. I, I've stoked this out too. It's so funny too because, again, man, it's like steps, right? Okay, well, I started this and it was like, I remember going along going, hey, it's a lockdown. I'm going to start a comic company. <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and my, my, my reply to all those people is you're dumb. Cause it's just, do you think someone told Emily Van Camp that she, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Like all these people, like anybody who is dissing anybody doing mm. what they love, you're dumb. I'm sorry, but Stop that, it. yeah, you're just Stop dumb. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, dude, just, wow. You don't have any goals or dreams yourself. So there you go. We've officially hit two hours. I guess that's our, we that's our go. max limit. We got to thank. We got to thank some things. We got to thank some people. We got to thank. Oh, Brent, some time. you know what? Okay. I use mm. blue, I use blue microphones. You do, do you? Because you know what? It turns out I do. Oh, well. here's why. Right there, There's blue the microphones. Our friends. Mixed by headphones. Chris oh, got his on backwards again, but it's I fine. I do, but the, the, the commercial's on right now. They can't see it anyway. That's right. Well, we'll okay. just let them hear it. So we want to thank uh, our Four friends at Blue Microphones uh, for the, uh, the Mixed by Headphones and Blue uh, Do yourself a favor. It powers the Brenton on Tour podcast. It powers the kids on the escalator. All the stuff Chris is doing on Twitch and all the other things, which is what? 
What am I doing on Twitch? Oh man, well you're doing everything. As on I Twitch. say, well, I, I tell you though, dude, I'm one of those guys that's all of a sudden like, wow, where'd Chris go? And I'm like, I'm just I'm studying stuff. I like I tell you, man, I broke out the I watched The Shining a few times, you know, studying mm-hmm. the camera views. I'm really into it. I yeah. really am. I, you remember when we wrote songs? I studied songs mm-hmm. and and I sold songs and I broke through. Ontario uh, tourism, man. Like I sold some big songs, man. Woo! So I want to do the same thing with the comic book, and I study it and I love it. I dive into it, Brent. I do. Thanking our friends at uh, DeanBlundell.com uh, and the yeah, network. Uh, you're going to see lots more video content coming from them over at DeanBlundell.com. We've got a whole uh, there's a whole video platform on its way over there. So. Yeah. Um, you know, weekly shows, everything. Make sure you go tune in over there. He's putting out some killer content right now, and he's causing a ruckus. He is, and it's daily, awesome. which I love, dude. When my parents, my parents are in their seventies, and they <laughs> love it. They're just like, yeah, because like, they're talking about it. They're doing the fist thing, right? Yeah, That's like, you know, yeah. the thing is, is that they don't. Like the thing is, and and uh, I want to touch on the just the fact that he offered a platform. So number one. He offered a platform for people to come on and speak. If they don't want to come on and speak, then that just speaks to everything that's going on. So. You know, uh, I th- I thought they did a great job with it. Him and Lachlan and uh, and uh, Lachlan's all the guys, awesome, dude. All the guys, uh, you know, that were talking um, on that show and Karima and and um, great. And Darren's it was, it was Darren on that was, one. Uh, well, Darren started on that one, but I he think. didn't, right? And then, See, and the then funny I thing think, about Darren, is I think Darren... he jumped. I think he jumped after, but I'm and you not can't sure. talk to Darren about Goldfinger. I've totally learned that. Sorry, Darren. <laughs> James DeFiore was on there too. Everyone was on there. It was good. Uh, and anyways, they're doing some great stuff. Go join them over there and yeah, everything cool else that's too. on the network. Um, there's so much great content coming out of there right now. Leaf shows, Canuck dude, shows. Dean Blunt Network is the our shit, show. dude. It is the shit. So I, I really, I would love to get him on here and somebody else and just talk about. You know, we're always so like, woohoo! It's fun. It's. I would love to have a, a struggles. Like, let's. How did you get mm-hmm. to where you were? Because that helps people too. I love. Hearing, I love those. I. I I'll right. So right. I. Uh, there's a great line from uh, from um, Michael Eisner who was running Disney. Yeah. The, okay. I know that. And he said, and he said this. He's basically, I read autobiographies until they make it, and then I close the book. Ah, there you go. Right? I'm only interested in the journey that got them yeah. there. It's so and then I'm not interested. So that's okay, what I'm I think doing. That's, I think that's a great episode. I think that'd be fantastic. Uh, I don't know what what's next. We may take a week or two off. I don't know. It's been 25 weeks in a row. Oh, I we think can't we'll, stop uh, now. We'll we'll, uh, My, we'll go on the, a. The producer's like. No, we'll do kidding. something. We got a c- couple plans. There's a review show on the way of all the 25 episodes so oh, far. Oh, a clip show lots, like Seinfeld. Yeah, did. we got a clip show. We got lots of stuff coming we up. Do so a clip show. the jury's out. As to whether we'll be back next week or the week after, but regardless, pick up Skeletron, listen to d- us on the Dean Blundell Network, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm going to drop that in this week. Oh, leave okay. a review if you love what you hear, if you like. Yeah, what you only hear. if it's good, man. I don't want to hear any dissonance. Ah, put the shit on there, anything. but put the shit on there, but make it five stars. Right. <laughs> That's Chris Machetti. Um, the other guy. That's Brent. This has this has been the uh, Kids on the Escalator podcast episode. 25. Good times. Rad dudes. Do, did, 
Will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.